2: Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, we're going to introduce my cool, outrageous man about town coast, and then we'll say hi to everybody. What's up, Ron Russell?
1: I am, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm, I'm bringing back the fashion of neckerchiefs or kerchiefs around your neck. We wore them in the 70s. The reason being is, watch this.
2: Here we go, da 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 drum roll.
1: <laughs> now you have your mask on, and you don't have an excuse, oh, I forgot it, I can't find my mask. If you wear a kerchief, it's very fashionable, and also it holds the mask that you need to use. Because if you don't use a mask, you can die. It's that simple. I don't I don't bother with the bullshit. I cut to the chase.
3: They no, said sexy.
1: No mask. The flu. You go in the hospital. Your lungs are gone. They stick a tube down your throat. You can't breathe. And you're gone with the wind. So wear a mask for damn sake. It's no big deal. Look at it. Look how nice it looks when I don't need a mask.
2: There you go. I you look, always look gorgeous.
1: No, I look fashionable. I... What is that? That's They're
2: calling you sexy Ron.
1: Yeah, sexy Ron. No, listen, I wore these things in the 70s. We all wore kerchiefs. Women call them kerchiefs. Men call them neck something. I don't know, necrophiliac or something.
2: No, that's like people who have sex with dead people.
1: (laughs) That's what I said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, we got a great show for you guys today. We have Richard Grieco coming on the show. And after that, we have actress Sherry Davis, who's one of our favorites. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, we have a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to some people. Starting out with what's up. Thomas Claxton is in the chat room. Hey, Teresa Sabin is in me. Florida. Uh, Angela Joseph is in the chat room. Anton Country Super from uh, Australia is in the chat room. Teresa Sabre's is in Florida. And they're having, like, uh, storms and stuff there. Um, I don't know. It went by, and now I can't see who was in here before. But uh, well, Anyway, I want to just
1: warn Dave. Dave. He's not there yet. I don't. I hope he doesn't come into the show today, <laughs> because when Sherry Davis comes on, he will absolutely drop dead with an erection.
2: There you go. Oh, Don Hinton is in the chat room. Don, we love you. How you doing? Hi, Don. Um, Don is in the chat room, and uh, uh, we haven't seen Thomas Claxton lately. Hope he's doing well. He lives in Georgia. Yeah, Tommy, how's the and... girlfriend? You still with the Oh, same Backpack one?
1: John is in the chat room. Backpack John. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Everybody's got a picture, but me. I need to put a little picture in my little thing. mine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you should put a picture in your little of your little thing. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> said, ah, that's oh, neckerchief! They wrote neckerchief.
1: Neckerchief, man! I forgot what we called it back in the seventies when we wore them. Oh, Meg is there too? Hey, Meg! Meg, Meg, my magnificent one, my beautiful, gorgeous friend, who I love and adore. Kisses to you, Megalicious. Mm.
2: You got to like have fun. So we're going to have a good time today. I hope everybody's doing great with everything that's going on in the world. Hope everybody's staying safe, enjoying themselves. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And
1: I have to report this and I really don't want to. But Jimmy and I drove down to Newport Beach. Very wealthy, very chic. All the homes are in the many, 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 many millions. Intelligent people, you would say, right? Educated? No, they were on the beach without masks. So many people were walking around the town without masks. And I looked at Jimmy and I said, this is ridiculous. You don't even know there's a pandemic going on.
2: We went to all the beaches from Long Beach all the way yeah. up to like right. a far away. And then
1: somebody said it's all red, red meaning Republican. I said, no, not at all. We had tremendous amount of Hispanic people that were walking around without masks. And I know damn well the Hispanic people are not red. They're blue. So stop that crap about, you know, always blaming everybody, blaming everything on one person or one group of people. We all share in our sin. Uh, that's why we got the pandemic, because uh, the, uh, the astronauts came down, you know, from another planet and they brought the flu with them. And they said, <laughs> yeah. let's kill these bastards now and then take over their planet so that's what's happening They're in gonna...
2: the meantime though we went to what f- five beaches and like they were packed with Why people did you cut
1: me off talking about my relatives because because uh, it's like ancient aliens is not boring <laughs> everybody out there wants to hear about it no. my new friend Sue wong who i love and adore you know i keep saying she's an alien because she's so brilliant in all of her beautiful writings that she puts on facebook every day and i read it and i found that you know everybody thinks she's a show-off or or whatever uh, you know a grandstander She's not. She's just trying to make the world a better place and a prettier place. And I love her for that.
2: Absolutely. And she was a great guest a couple of weeks ago. Lots of people loved her. Right.
1: Now, on the sad note, we lost a very, very, very dear friend. Uh, we lost uh, Elsie Ginsburg, who was known as uh, Elsie Macabre. Elsie McCobb, actress, producer in New York City. She lived on Long Island with her husband, Adam, who has a radio show. Uh, Elsie was probably one of the nicest people in the world that I've ever met. I nicknamed her my Puerto Rican cha-cha-cha girl because that's what she was. She was wild and vivacious and exciting and beautiful and full of life. We lost her to breast cancer that she has been fighting now for a couple of years. I really thought she would make it.
2: It's very, very sad. But
1: regrettably, she didn't. And she leaves a lot of people very unhappy today because she was extremely loved by everyone in the industry. I never worked with her or for her. But there was talk somewhere that when I went to New York, they wanted me in one of their films. And I thought that was so sweet. But.
2: We actually um, met him. Actually, before Ron came on the show, they had come on the show to promote the Macabre Fair Film Festival that went on for many years. Ron and I went to it twice I had a in New York. We had a great time, ball. Fabulous! and time. she was one of the biggest supporters of indie horror films. She was really an amazing woman, and her husband, uh, Adam Ginsburg is also amazing, and so uh, the, the whole industry is mourning the loss of such a wonderful woman.
1: The saddest thing about this this passing on is if you were around Adam and Elsie, as we were intimately, you would see the love that he had for her. I mean, she walked across the room and he smiled. He just absolutely adored her and she lived for him. I mean, it was a love affair out of a storybook. I could almost cry from it. Uh, they they found what most people are looking for in a marriage and how sad it ended uh, in tragedy like this. Um, that's why I say, you know, I got to talk to my alien gods, my extraterrestrial visitors, and tell them, how come you keep killing the good ones?
2: Absolutely. There's a
1: few around you could knock off and do me a favor. So good.
2: Absolutely. No, I agree. Throwing the ball in your court. It's very sad. It's very sad. And uh, Jessica Piper, Dean, put in a little post saying that she's watching and listening. Hey, Jessica, what's up? Hope all is well. We also want to welcome Cindy Lady Lake. Lady Lake Music joined us in the chat room. We love Lady Lake. She's fabulous. I um, hope everybody is doing good and we're going to have some fun. And then later today, we're even getting to go. Uh, where are we going?
1: <laughs> I mean, really? Who's the old bag here? No, we're going,
2: we're going, um, uh, think hard, think hard. Honey. No, we're going to Sadie's, but I mean, like, so we're, anyway, you know, we're, we're
1: gonna- going up Sadie and miles rented a place for three days up in Yucca Valley. That's Sadie Katz, the outrageous, fabulous actress who's going to win every award known to man in a couple of years. Anyway, Yeah, we're going up to visit with them and another couple for an evening of cocktails and barbecue. So that'll be fun. We stay our distance. You know, we don't hug or kiss or tongue kiss anymore or spit in each other's mouths, (laughs) as we used to do, because, you know, you can get the virus.
2: But we're going there after here today, so it's going to be fun. I'm looking
1: forward to it because I feel imprisoned again. Uh, California has locked down once more, which means nowhere to go. No restaurants, nothing. And it makes you really crazy. I hope they don't kill production because I'm in the middle of making a movie and I've got four more waiting. So at least that keeps my sanity because I go to work. But if I didn't have those films or this Fakakta show, I would really be flipping out.
2: Absolutely. This Fakakta show. Absolutely.
1: One more time. I'm going to send you to school. To that's, learn, a wo- that's one of my words. another word. There's no, I like there, that word. No, but that, there's more words than absolutely. Okay. Like what? Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: so we watched the new Charlize Theron movie, The Old Guard, the other night on TV. Ron didn't really like it. I it liked it. It was
1: horrible. I think Charlize was out of her mind to have done that film, but they killed her off this way. The sequel they're going to make, she can't be in it. No, they didn't kill her. Yeah, they. they she died. No, she didn't. She dies. Charlie so Theron died. She's going to probably die cuz she's no, not
2: immortal no, she, she, she anymore, dies. but she didn't actually die. Yeah, she did, did. Anyway, we just wrecked it where, for you. <laughs> where, where were you? You know, you sleep half the time. No, she didn't die. She, she was alive do- at the end. She went and said, "I'm not going to be alive in in 100 years when I see you." Yeah, and then she walked away and then she was dead. No, she wasn't dead. Anyway, she doesn't die, but she can't be in the sequel cuz the sequel has to take place 100 years later and she will be dead cuz she's not going to be immortal. Anyway, it, it was, was
1: it was a it could have been a very good plot. If the music wasn't so loud, I mean, where do you find people that are zombies with music like symphony music? I was waiting for them to break out in tutus and start flipping around and doing Swan Lake on the stage. It just was today. They don't know how to make a film. It didn't have a beginning, a middle or an end. It had a bunch of sequences. Quick, 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 quick. And that seems to be I'm in a film right now where they're doing that. And I'm going to talk to the director and the producer because I have eight lines in one scene. Now, how can you possibly find out who my character is or what I'm doing with just eight lines in one scene? And there's another scene with eight, ten. So it's all. (laughs) Why? Because people are retarded today. People don't have an attention span. They're not like years ago. You followed a story quietly. Boy meets girl. Girl and boy fight. Girl finds another one. And they get married and you know, happy They
2: do ending. that, though, that when you're the lead person in it. Like Charlize
1: Theron's movie, it had a beginning and a middle and an end. No, it didn't. It was all hopscotch. Hop, you couldn't even figure it out. You, yep. you couldn't either. And I kept asking you, Jimmy, what am I watching?
2: It was okay. Ron doesn't like it when movies have more music going on than, more mu- like, and the music is so loud, you have a hard time hearing the dialogue.
1: Yeah, music, music oh, and dialogue. Music and dialogue do not go together.
2: All right, so you guys, our first guest is in the studio. We're going to, like, let him in now, and hopefully we can see and hear and all is good. I'm excited about this one. There we go. Hello. Hey, guys. Oh, hey. good. We can hear him. Good. Hey, everybody. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the amazingly talented Richard Grico. Hello, and welcome
1: to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be here. There you go. Good. Now, I have to tell our audience how we met, you and I, the first time. <laughs> Okay, I was peeing. And you came <laughs> alongside of me and you started peeing. And then I said to you, you have to come on my TV show. Right. <laughs> so I'm selling a, a, a bunch of goodies to you. You got to come on. We got a big show with 5 million people. And then, you know, I always said, buddies that pee together, stay together. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the movie? Oh, Art of the Dead. So oh, we were I at the Art it. of the Dead I premiere. Richard's in the film. I loved it. No smoke up your ass, Richie. I loved that movie. That movie was one of the best best indie films. One of the best indie films. You know, most of them stink, especially (laughs) the ones I'm in. They're real Lulu's. (laughs) (laughs) But that one was good. And I wish I had more of you in the movie. I was kind of disappointed that you were not really enough in the movie because you're a good actor. (laughs) <laughs> and these indie films need good actors because the rest of them stink.
2: So hold on. We didn't even introduce so This is Ron Russell because I didn't actually introduce you. He knows who I am. Well, he we, knows who we, you we, are. We, we peed then- together. Well, I know. You peed together, and it was a lot of fun. And now we have a chat room probably about 15 countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. There you go. They're going to love it. They're all excited to have you here, and everything is good. So so uh meanwhile, you're looking good. I like what oh, you got. You.
1: No, the long hair and the stash. Oh, yeah. Looked- you look better now than when I saw you that night. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get better as you get older. That's, That's the way cool. to go, right?
2: Oh, my God. And they're talking about your gorgeous eyes. Uh, they're, like, posting all kinds I of things like, up I'm on the thing.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I don't, <laughs> don't put your sunglasses. No, it looks, like, really you, good. You know that your eyebrows and your eyes are what made your face work. You know that, of course.
4: Well, that, that um – that I had a thing with my, my eyes and stuff, and the intensity of my eyes, and, and also and the
1: eyebrow—the shape of the eyebrow—always was very like speeding forward. You're yeah, a good-looking guy. You're a handsome guy. I have a
2: question: Were you ever one of people's sexiest men alive?
4: Um, I was, um, yeah. I well, no, I didn't. That's a publisher's thing. I didn't do that that year, but I, but I got on the cover of um, Us's Top Ten Bachelors twice, and then. Uh, I don't think I got along with People Magazine.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You don't like need to. So
4: I want to talk a little bit about some of you. We're going
2: to definitely talk about your music um, as we're going along. A lot, lot of stuff to talk. Um, about. But I want to like go back because Wait, you
1: know why? Because you got a lot of stuff to talk
2: about. <laughs> I want. First of all, we went to Art of the Dead, and I don't know if a lot of people know all the Love great that. movies and, that you're a director now. Um, you actually did a. You actually did a movie. I forgot. Let's see that we had some of the people on our show. It was,
1: uh, it was a horror movie. And a lot was... of the dead are paintings. And each painting has a meaning. And I don't want to give it away, but it worked well. It was a very well-done film. And, of course, uh, Richie was good in it. He's good in everything he does anyway. He's a he's a good actor. He, there are shitty actors out there, but he's a good one. So here's one thing that nobody that I didn't know though. We actually
2: uh we actually when we lived in Pennsylvania because we've only lived here for a little over 2 years. We were only in we Pennsylvania
1: had, for a short time because we had to be. I was stuck there.
2: So we had Nick Hawk on our show. And Nick Hawk was on that TV yeah, show, Gigalos. And, and it says on IMDb, you were the executive producer of that show. And that show was awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, I created that. I basically created that show. I actually pitched that show to Showtime with, with everybody else in the room. But I actually did the pitch, sold the show. Um, and, uh, and we got a pickup for six. And then all of a sudden it took off. And then um, it lasted uh, six years.
2: We, like, loved – he was – it's the first time we've ever had anybody like that on the show. Six years is a good run. And it was really funny, and he was showing us the mold for his – like, he's got his own, like, adult toys, you know, in the stores. And he was, like, showing us that and telling us how much money he charged women for a weekend and stuff. And I was like, holy shit. And I
1: said to him, too bad people don't smoke anymore. He said, why is that? I said, because we could have made your penis into a cigarette lighter. <laughs> and you could have put it on your coffee table. You know, when friends come yeah. over, you grab it like a dildo. Say, would you like a light? It was hilarious. Hey, anyway, he's a fun guy. We had a lot. We of had fun a
2: lot of fun with him. And let's go back to Booker, though, because I originally became a fan with the whole, like, 21 Jump Street and Booker. And uh, I, I'm a big fan of Lori Petty. And uh, she's going to be coming on the show. And she was in Booker. She was like your, uh, what was she like your secretary or something in Booker? Uh,
4: she came on. She came on. I think in the around the eighth or ninth episode, and 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 we just gelled right away. And she she's wonderful. She was wonderful. Yeah. So
2: basically, though, because Twenty One Jump Street, like, really, like, you know, blew up careers from lots of people, you included, and uh, mm-hmm. and I still watch it. I have all of them on DVD. I think they're great. I love to watch them. Um, so so give us some kind of insight, or just tell us something about the experience for being on that, because anybody who's like my age or a little bit younger, that's like a staple show for us. Uh, like when we were younger growing up, and it's cool to see yeah, how you've we, evolved. It was before my time.
1: Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. I was a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: that show, I mean, I, I mean, initially, I mean, I, 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 auditioned for the character booker with probably a thousand other actors and, uh, um, ended up getting the roles only supposed to be for one day. And, uh, I mean one episode and then, uh, Fox, uh, did a, uh, before the episode even aired, um, they started promoing this Greco depth, depth, Greco, Greco depth thing, kind of like a WWA fight. And, uh, and, uh, it it took off, so all of a sudden I was on another episode, another next thing I know, I was signed for the whole year. And uh and uh, the other castmates want to know what the hell was going on. I mean, the first day of the table read, basically everyone looked at me and said, Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And and I put myself in their place, like I would probably be like, Why is this person here? You know, what have we done wrong, I mean, or, or what haven't we done right, but uh, they, needed a, they needed some edge to the show, a little, um, they needed an angle where there's a little friction, because they got a little buddy-buddy, I think, on the show, and, and my character, Booker, actually added that, and also, um, uh, the, the depth character needed someone to play off of, some kind of antagonist,
2: I think that they'll work perfect. Like, I love the show the whole time, but I thought it got better when you actually got on and there was kind of like that antagonism. And, and I've met Johnny Depp a couple of times because I used to have a clothing store in Florida and his band used to shop there. Okay. Um, um, so I had met him and Dustin, I had on the show when we first started many years ago. So I have kind of like, and we just met Hob- Holly Robinson's Pete's mom at a party here in, in Palm Springs not too long ago. Um, so kind of like I have a, I don't know, it's just a show and I think it's a freaking phenomenal show.
1: Okay, I've got two things I'm going to ask you. To do. Actually, not. One One is a question, one is something to do. Question. Greco, Grec, Greek. You're Greek, right?
4: No, I mean, um, I'm Italian and Irish, uh, but Grieco, Greco, was,
1: Greco. Greco, because I'm Italian. Was,
4: was taken by all the Italians that were from Greece and moved to Italy. They just called them all G- Grecos. So there's
1: right. definitely Greek here. La Greci, La Grecchi, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is, do me a favor. Lift the hat off. Bring those eyes close to the camera because all the girls will. They're scream. like freaking out. The girls, mean, <laughs> the girls want. They're writing in the face thing on this stupid computer. Let's see his gorgeous eyes. Come close. Well,
4: I mean, you're not going to see it with that hair. No, <laughs> no.
1: Bring, bring, bring one eyeball close. Bring the, bring. Let those girls see those gorgeous eyes. There you they're, go, ladies. They're killing themselves in the chat room. Yeah, they like love it. They're screaming. Aren't women demented? I mean, if you got a cute face and you're you're famous, they go crazy for you. But if you have a cute face and you're not famous, they treat you like shit. It, it's so. What do you think about that? How do you? How do the ladies treat you? Um, I've never had
4: a problem. <laughs> i mean Everyone's been pretty nice. You get, your, you get your haters out there, I guess. A few of them. I mean, I've been with Michelle now probably nine years. So I mean, so
1: so that's a happy relationship. So yeah. now
2: is is she in the is she in the entertainment industry or something totally different?
4: Something totally different.
2: That's probably one reason why it works so well. Yeah,
1: I'm with you. <laughs> You know, Jimmy and I are legally married, and and I hate him. (laughs) You hate him. Working with him sucks. We We never get along. We we never have a fight out of theater, okay? Mm. When we are in our real world, we never get along beautifully. But the minute we get into the biz, we fight like animals. (laughs) I mean, to the point where I'm calling lawyers, you know, to see how much I could get out of them. (laughs) You got to like love it. First of all, too, you
2: guys, you can follow Richard on um, Twitter. He's at Richard underscore Greco. It's G-R-I-E-C-O for anybody who doesn't know. And uh, his official website is dot com. And uh, you guys know him from Booker 21 Jump Street. He was in a cool movie, uh, Born to Run, because we had like half the people from that show. We had uh, Ken Kersinger, Christian Campbell, and Steve Basic all on our show. Um, okay. Um, which is fun. He was in episodes of Veronica Mars, which is one of my favorites. Uh, He played Loki in the television version of the almighty Thor. And we used to do stuff with Cody deal. I don't know what happened to him. He just disappeared, but like we were in a bunch of movies with him back in the day. Um, He also, uh, the great movie, if Licks could kill, he would played Bugsy Siegel in mobsters. He's in at the end of a night at the Roxbury, which was hilarious. You had a cameo in the 22 jump street too, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, he, We saw him in Art of the Dead. He has a movie that he executive produced, Desert Moon, with Sarah French, James Duvall, Maria Olsen, Julian Phil Putt, and
1: Tyler Gallant,
2: all who've been on our
1: show. And and my dear friend, Sarah French is one of my sweetest friends, and so is Tyler. <laughs> Sarah French is so beautiful, but she's a little standoffish. The first time I met her, I called her a bitch because she had an attitude. You know, she's like one of those profile broads. and. She was just very shy. And as I got to know, Sarah, I found a very interesting, warm woman. She did a movie with Marcel Waltz called Blind, which yeah. you've got to see, Rich. It is fabulous. I yes. heard it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. And Sarah did a – your film came in second to that. Blind was number one, and your film was two. Uh, the rest of them were junk.
2: I have to say, though, like because you've done some stuff with the Mahal brothers, right? Yep. Uh, Mahal Brothers are probably the best indie filmmakers of, of all the people that we know in Hollywood right now because you know their films aren't really super high-budgeted, but they're actually really good films. When you go to see them, they get good casts. The stories are good. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Because um, we, we go to like 50 premieres a year, and probably like 48 of them aren't too good. But all theirs are always really good.
4: <laughs> I mean, some yeah, we have we, are, we have Attack of the Unknown coming out. In, um, I think that's coming out September, October. Um, I did with uh, the Mahal's yeah um, which, actually, which actually i saw it it's um you did a really nice job what's good about them is they put the money where it should be which is actually in the movie um and the special effects they put a lot of money into that the sound they put a lot of money into that and uh they do a good job they really do with the money that we have to spend and, and the time we have to work um they uh they put out a good product
1: you know, Richard, how do you do a film in 10 days and the budget is 150000 <clears> Excuse me, and you expect it to look like something decent? It's not possible. At least I've never seen it yet. I know the budgets of all the films we go to see. And I mm-hmm. want to tell the producers, don't be so anxious to do your film. Gather your money. You yeah. know, instead of getting 150, let it go a year more and get 250, 350, and don't shoot in 10 days. Where people no. people read lines. I'm in a movie right now that I'm having a breakdown from. We're shooting it. I play an admiral, admiral uh, General Milan, and I'm out there to save the world from killer clowns. And I said to the writer, I said, "What's my character? I don't. You brought me on this. Uh, I'm in the film, and what right. the fuck for? I'll never know." And then I'm at of the fucking film, and then I'm in the next scene. Again, I pop in and out like, like some kind of a cartoon. Right. There's, no, there's no such thing as a table read anymore. There's no such thing as rehearsal anymore. In these
2: low-budget movies. Yeah,
1: but the ones I'm in, they're like $2 movies, you know. <laughs> they tell you where to go. Walk there. I said, where are my marks? Oh, we don't have marks. But you see that dresser? Walk over to the dresser and then to the lamp. And I think to myself, is this like home movies, like kids do at 14? These are supposed to be professionals. I really yeah. like, I just really like the films that I'm in. But, you know, at 80 years old, who the fuck wants me? So I'll take whatever I got. <clears throat> I'll
4: hire you in the next movie we do, next uh, movie we, we produce.
1: And- I have, uh, I think you've I have had a great very ones. good film background in my early years. I did a lot of television and stuff. So now you know who wants me.
2: Hold on, let's go back to Attack of the Unknown, though, because um, uh, Tara Reid is in that. Robert Donovan, Mm -hmm. who was also in Art of the Dead, he played the priest. He's a great guy. uh, Douglas Douglas Tate's a good friend of ours. He's been on the show a bunch of times.
1: The only thing I disliked about that movie was the priest scene, and I kept telling it on the air when I was critiquing it. I said it was like a a Dracula thing. They didn't need the priest with the crucifix and all that bullshit. (laughs) I thought that was so not in the film. If they would have cut that out that film would have had a higher quality. Yeah, I think
4: what they did with the film and what and what we had to, to use in the, the time that we had um, they did a really good, good job of the special effects I thought they were really creative with that. I, I understand that thing with the cross going in his eye and stuff that was a little kind of I mean not,
1: not necessary stupid. It didn't work with the film. The film had some kind of class to it. It had some style. It
4: it, it know, like a much higher budget.
1: Yeah and it was really a, a story for a change that was very interesting and of course your work is good because you're a vintage actor but some of, Well he is a vintage <laughs> actor he's been around more than 20 years that makes you vintage me I'm I'm antique not even vintage I went beyond vintage to antique but I, what I'm saying is he's an actor that's been working he's not a novice he's not on the set you know saying Oh, is that the camera? You know, right. he doesn't do that. So it shows. Eric Roberts, also who I who I love, I I've love seen, Eric. I love Eric, and I've seen him yeah. in some really bad shit. Let me tell you, and it, and his work just shows beautifully because there is a vintage actor, another good actor.
4: Well, but, Eric, it doesn't matter what he's in; he always cares about what he does.
1: But he's he's intense. Eric has always been intense. He's, he's even intense when you meet him in person. He He's even intense if he's eating a sandwich. But um, I love his work. He's a great actor. Uh, so he does do good for the film as you do good for the film. I think uh, if you are not in that film, I probably would. But I didn't have enough of you again. How many days shoot were you on?
4: I just shot all that one day. One day? Yeah, basically uh, what they do with that type of film, they'll take names like and they'll put them in the film and just to draw the people in to watch and a lot of times that's that character will just be in for you know three four Yeah.
1: the come come on character
4: but (laughs) what it does it it sells it overseas yeah
1: you're a
2: distribution name like if they have you in a film they'll get distribution and they need it so the movie i had i couldn't remember the name of was clinton road which you directed that film right
4: yes sir Yep.
2: Um, Cheyenne Elliott, we, uh, is a, an acquaintance of mine. Cause actually, you know, her grandmother is Dionne Warwick. And we had her on the show. Right. And, uh, uh, that uh, was, that uh, was fun. <laughs> and, uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, so, so is that movie actually out that people can see it?
4: Yeah. it's on Amazon prime right now. Um, it came out in the theaters, uh, with a year, about a year ago in, in 10 cities. Um, it, uh, did pretty well. I mean, it was a hard, look, it was an arduous shoot. Um. Steve and I had 15 days to shoot this thing. We, we, we were shooting in New Jersey on Clinton Road. So we were we were transporting people from New York City to New Jersey. And per SAG, we had eight hours portal to portal. And so it was a real tough shoot. Um, but I would go nuts end.
1: from that. You know, in my day. Some cast, though. Wait, in my yeah, day, really I was on a movie with Sophia Loren and Terra Hunter that took three months to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> OK, but it's a classic today. It's your beautiful work. I mean, it was really well done. And the acting was good, even though so, ter- Sophia Loren didn't like to She thought he was too young for her.
2: So hang on. I want to go back to Clinton Road to give you a prop. So, you guys, this is a horror movie. It's got a great a great cast. Ace Young, you guys from American Idol. Um, I'm just picking out the people who I actually know who they are. Uh, Vincent Pastor, who I know, Eric Roberts, ice uh, Ice-T. Richard, you had a did a cameo in your film Cheyenne Elliott. Um, it's a great cast. It's a cool story. Um, so everybody go watch it on Amazon Prime. So let's let's talk about it a little bit. and So now you're besides acting, now you're directing and producing. Uh, are you enjoying it as a director? And what? How did you decide to to go behind the camera?
4: Well, I, th- I think I, I've always had an affinity to go behind the camera, just from being a, a painter, an artist, um, and painting. Um, and, and starting with a blank blank canvas and, and creating something um, from an emotional standpoint, um, I think growing up, 'cause I started so young when I was in my when I was about twenty in front of the camera, I always asked questions on what what lenses they were using, why were they shooting this way, why were they shooting that way, why were they doing this over, why were they doing this, you know, master from this side, why wouldn't they do it from this side, you know? Are you a like gem-
1: Are you a Gemini? Oh, Aries. Oh, okay, because I'm a Gemini. I do the same thing you do. I think it's because we don't like what's being done to us when they make us look bad. And we want to change it. And I think thinking... Both of, of you guys are gorgeous. You never look well, bad. Wait, no, 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 that, that's <laughs> bullshit. I'll go look at my last movie. I look like the record of the I look like some old queen. Please, <laughs> please, please. please. I, 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 I was at the red carpet. I threw up on the carpet. But no, I really feel... That acting, and you're going to agree with me, Richard, acting is something that we must do, not the director. What do you think about that? The director can't tell us how to act a scene. I don't like that when they, like, you know, Ron put the Brooklyn accent on, Ron take the Brooklyn accent off, that kind of shit. I read my character and I make my character come to life. Right. Right. And I have my own idea, my own vision of my mm-hmm. character. But the camera but the camera doesn't because the director is shooting it differently. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That yeah. you don't you don't get your work out there because the fuckers don't let you do it.
4: <laughs> well, what I like to do when I direct is, is keep it organic as possible with the actors. Yeah, yeah. The reason why you hired them to begin with is because they has something um, to give about them. That 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 transcended into that character. So I let them. I give them room to breathe. I don't really do much with them unless it's really drastic, where I have to like you know do some line readings or this and that. But I give them enough room and enough takes, and and I always ask if they want more. You know, I mean, if I like something and I like it, but I always say, how do you feel about it? Do you want another one?
1: See, you're a generous director. I'd work for you. I'd work for you.
4: So, do you like
2: being a director? You must then, because you're starting to do a lot of it.
4: Yeah, I love it. I love it,
2: yeah. I, like, love it, too. All right, so then, so I'm going to, like, bring up a, something, and you're not even going to remember. First of all, I think a lot of people don't know that you're, like, a a, a, a music artist. You know, you write mm-hmm. songs, and you play guitar. I don't know if a lot of people, like, know that. B. Claudia just joined us from Germany. Uh, she was going hey, crazy. Baby, she, hey, she, she, like, put up links of you. You must have played in Germany sometime, mm-hmm. because yeah, she's be got... Sure. She's got the pictures of the tour, and she's like, Oh my God, he was on tour in Germany. So just say hi, B, real quick now that she's here. I was waiting for her.
1: Hi. <laughs> Yeah, and hey, B, you came in too late. You missed his eyes. <laughs> yeah, you have
2: to go back for the repeat. You so missed anyway, his
1: eyes, B.B. So many years ago, when I lived
2: in Florida, I actually worked for a record label uh, called Spectre right. Music Group. And I actually contacted you. I have this book from years ago that has your phone number and your and, email. because you I blew was, them off. I was trying to get you on the label and something didn't work out and you didn't come. But I loved the music then. Um, so you have uh how many albums have you done i know you have one called waiting for the sky to fall not including uh-huh. the new
4: single do you have any other ones besides that one no what i did was i just released waiting for the sky to fall in europe at the time in 1995 and um, um because it wasn't like my agents and people like that didn't want me to release it in the states because you're an actor and and that time you, you know the whole stigma was you couldn't do two things and that it
1: couldn't end. be a trip triple threat yeah right? you can't no, do it
4: all so. So released in Europe, which I think was great, and um, and and did really well in Europe, um, and then I ended up touring over there for like three or four months and had a ball. I mean,
1: they like loved yeah, it. you live in LA, right?
4: Yeah, I live in LA. Where
1: you, wait, where are you from originally? New York. Oh, we're in New York.
4: Um, originally upstate New York, Watertown, and then lived in the city for three years.
1: I'm from Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Can you tell? <laughs> 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 Do you hear it? I never get rid of my accent. She's, I, I, they, she's, sometimes she's, in movies they say, "Can you lose a Brooklyn accent?" And I say, "Yes, of course I can." And then I sound like some old queen.
2: Be like knows all your shit. She's like, "He was with Edel Music, E D E L Music, and you played in Adele. Berlin. Edel Music, and you played in Berlin, and it was an awesome show." And she was working at a TV station and. And they used to play your music all the time. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so it's I, very cool. So now you got a wait, new single. Wait, huh? I think, in all fairness, he's got to blow her a kiss. Okay, blow B <laughs> blow, a kiss. <laughs> blow, not you, not you. you I know, not prove. me. Him.
2: There you go. He did it. There he, you go. That, there, that, that was is, for you,
1: B. That was for B for being a devout fan of of Richie.
2: Yeah. Um, so you got a new single. You just released it last week, I think, on Friday, uh, on the third, I think. Uh, anyway, it's oh, called. Yeah, the third. It's called six feet away. Tell us a little bit about it. It has definitely has to do with this pandemic. <laughs>
4: um, six feet away was, uh, something I was working on for about three or four weeks. Um, and, uh, um, had, I mean, I, I write every day anyways. So, uh, um, uh, this one came out of what's going on, um, as far as the isolation stuff and, and, and how people are coping with it and not being able to see family or friends and stuff like that in a, in a normal kind of way. And, and, uh, so I came up with a song, um, Six Feet Away was a metaphor for, you know, uh, a lot of things, you know, six feet away from, you know, grasping that goal or six feet away from actually talking to somebody, six feet away from actually dying. Um, but um, I collaborated, I, I, I came up with the riff, came up with the music and everything. Then collaborated with Kyle Perrin and then uh, George Romero came up with the the video and we, we shot part of it out here with Michelle. She shot most of it, and Kyle shot a little bit, and uh, and then Romero shot some stuff in Kentucky, and then we edited it together and came up with a cool, neat story with it, and, uh, and it's doing really well um, on iTunes and Google Play and Amazon, and and then catch the video on YouTube if they want. So
2: yeah, you guys got to go on YouTube and just Google Richard Grieco Six Feet Away, and I'm going to give a shout out to George Romero. He's a good friend of mine. He's a great, great guy, and yeah, uh, right. and he's part of the Indie Brigade, yeah, which has a show on Friday nights. Okay, so yeah, well, which
4: I'll be doing a podcast on there in a, probably about three or four weeks called Fragments from a Dirty Asteroid. So.
1: There you go. So what have you got cooking now that you could tell your fans? We have over five million people right now watching us, so make it good.
4: <laughs> make what we got going on right now is me and Romero got uh, some things cooking, um, um, movie-wise and and uh, and graphic novel-wise. He's got some great stuff going on. Um, 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 I got the Tacky Unknown coming out. I got the country singer coming out, which I directed um and working on a bunch of different projects um also i'm coming up with new songs right now i'm gonna actually because the the success is six feet away i'm gonna uh, finish up an album and probably release that in the next two three months oh that's Um, cool
1: so for those uh, of you out there richard's got a lot of stuff for you to enjoy all of your all of richard's fans so uh he's not a like a sleepy worker (laughs) <laughs> no, that's for sure.
2: Okay, so let's do some hypotheticals. You've you've been in tons of shit, and you've done. I love to ask all the people, especially people who've had like great careers. Um, so here's a hypothetical: Who's like on your bucket list of a male and female actor that you have not had an opportunity to work with yet that you think would be a lot of fun to work with? And then in thinking in, in the background, what's a movie that's ever been made that you would have liked to have been in that you didn't that you weren't in? But it can be you know old, new, whatever you think. Um, and so can the actor, the actor, or the actress. They can be old, you know, dead or alive be dead too because ron's are all dead
1: <laughs> right that wasn't
4: nice <laughs> um so someone I, I would like to work with alive or dead yes um that would probably be uh you probably i mean i would like to see i got dean brando cliff, I, i'd probably say montgomery cliff
1: oh good wow choice. good choice <laughs> wonderful actor terrific yeah. actor never met him but i know stories about him because i knew elizabeth taylor pretty well right and Elizabeth would talk about him with the greatest love in the world. She adored and worshipped him. And what's a female? But, but he was gay. And, you know, there was a bit of a problem with that. Well, with I
4: tried to do his story. We tried to do his story. This is 20 years ago, but they wouldn't let us do it. Um, well, they won't oh, say he wow. was gay. They won't
1: let on that he was yeah. gay. But that's ridiculous. This. Gay is not a disease. It's, it's just, a, it's just it who we stupid. are. It is stupid. I mean, Monty Cliff was probably one of the most gorgeous men. And then he was leaving Elizabeth's house drunk, and he had an accident. He hit a pole, and his teeth went down his throat, and Elizabeth pulled his teeth out. I mean, she loved to tell that story over and over. And Monty wasn't as gorgeous after the accident. But the thing is,
4: you know what, Ron? The Only time, I mean, he's got to be probably the most, most underrated actor of all time. I mean, he should have won it From Here to Eternity, and he should have won it. But he, he only got nominated for Freud when his face was all screwed up, right? And it's just kind of an ironic play on what how his career went. I mean,
1: well, you know, Hollywood's full of, shit, but I mean, okay. I, I the, his performance that I loved the most was The Heiress with Olivia de Havilland when he was that money-crazed, sneaky little son of a bitch who was going to marry the plain Jane just for her money. And then in the end, she f- fixes him. It's a wonderful script. It was a wonderful movie. I think Olivia got an Oscar for it, didn't she? The heiress? Yep. She did.
2: Just so you know, uh, Ron used to have a show before he was with me. No, and it's was, still
1: going. And he's
2: getting ready back. to launch it again again. It's called Set the Record Straight, where he used to interview all the legends of Hollywood. Jane Russell was one of his best friends, and yep. he interviewed Tab Hunter and...
1: Um, Cliff Roberts, Cliff Roberts, Lauren, Bacall, Lauren Bacall, Bacall, Betty Davis. Betty Davis. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean all the old bags. All the old bags. I grew up with them. I'm 80 years old, so you know these old bags. I was the kid. Uh, they were all 10, 15, 20 years older than I. But I hung out with all of them, and I used to go to all their parties. And I remember them saying, "Oh, you're so young, you're a kid. <laughs> now, forget it." I had never well, seen it there when
4: Hollywood was Hollywood.
1: Yes. Hollywood oh, was I laughing. was there. I was there when it Hollywood was, was definitely. Was Hollywood. Shelly, 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 Winter's my dearest friend in the world. I mean, Shelly and I were really close. If you sat down and listened we used to have lunch at the Silver Spoon every Thursday. A whole gang of mm-hmm. us—you know, directors, producers, actors—and Shelly would take the floor and tell us stories about Hollywood and the things that she, I mean, the marvelous stuff that no longer is, exists in film. Film today is—you uh, go in, you read your lines, and you go home. It stinks, right?
2: So hold on, go back. What's an actress then? Who, what's an actress you would like to have been with? And then think about what movie would you have liked to have been in also? And, and he complains um, about that Hollywood thing all the time, about Hollywood's not like Hollywood. And- oh,
1: no, it's not Hollywood. It's a home no, movie. No, <laughs> now it's called a home movie. I mean,
4: I would say, as far as an actress, Vivian Lee. I mean, I go, I mean. Wonderful I, a, choice. I, I just think she was such a brilliant actress, in the sense that she was so good and her delivery was so brilliant. And she was, I mean, beautiful and beautiful. Yeah. But uh, I love Vivian Lee.
1: I would agree with that. You know, she lived a tormented life because her husband was gay also. And the fact that he was gay, she understood, but couldn't live with. And her husband, of course, is uh, Lawrence Olivier, Sir Sir Lawrence Olivier. And that gossip went around when I was in Hollywood um, I forgot what movie she made. Uh, one of the one of the later year movies, and she and and Larry were not even speaking. There, she was crazy. She had a, a nervous breakdown, but a, a brilliant actress. I mean, her portrait portrayal in Streetcar named Desire with yes. her, with her southern accent and those scenes, my God, where she gets in, you know, paper paper lanterns and stuff, all that jazz. Marvelous oh, yeah. stuff. Brando was outrageously fabulous in Streetcar. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies Mine too. Uh, you have good choice. you pick two good ones I agree. so do you
2: watch Turner Classic movies a lot? Yes, so I had never before I met Ron, I had never seen like any of them and now we watch it all the time
1: because my friends are on all the time i say, Jimmy can't believe it he says you know that I said I know all of them i mean it's it's amazing how on Betty Davis is the one that flips everybody out and now Voyager, she. Enunciated every letter. She was absolutely perfect. The ultimate lady, class sophistication. She moved to an apartment on Havenhurst. And when I went up to a party of her house, I looked at the the, the number of the door. It was 4F. And I walked in, I said, Hey Betty, you got the right apartment. Four F. She said, Yes, four fucks. What are you drinking? That was Betty. (laughs) I mean, Betty Davis was abroad. Abroad. I'm telling you, she was furthest thing in real life from a lady. She loved dirty jokes. She loved dirty talk. She was a wild woman. Fabulous. So that's what tells me what a good actress is. So, so hold on now. Pick a movie. Let us know
2: what movie would you have liked to have been in?
4: Well, I've turned down a lot of movies that I kind of regret, but uh, name one uh, speed. Oh, wow. That was a good one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake, Richard. Big mistake. But the Richard. script
4: I were at wasn't the script that they did. The oh, okay, read, okay. It was it was a bus that was just in a parking lot and never moved.
2: Oh, so it was more boy. It was boring. They they, they up the they up the ante. Yeah,
4: That's funny. Okay. I think probably uh, movies. It could can it be you know
1: any movie. Yeah, um, anytime, any movie.
4: It wouldn't be. I mean, probably. Uh, I would say maybe. East
1: of Eden. Okay. Oh, wow. that's Now, would you want to play Jimmy's part? Yes. Hell of a part to play. Yeah. James Dean was really, in his real life, a little off the wall. He was gay also. So he used to to hide the gayness. Rock Hudson and he made a film Giant. And Mm -hmm. the rumors got out that they were carrying on, which is not true. Jimmy and Rock never had an affair. Rock Hudson, who I knew well, was very, very... Uh, protective of his homosexuality. We were shooting McMillan and wife down on the docks in universal. And, and he said to the script girl, that line is a little effeminate. Could we change it? That's how strict he was about what he said. Um, James Dean was very, very compliment. I never met James, James, but these are the rumors and stories that were going around. He was very, very confused and his work was brilliant because he started a whole new fashion in film.
4: Yeah, he did. I mean, I, used to, I did a movie <laughs> called The Apostle with Dennis Hopper. So I used to pick his brain about Jimmy, you know, with Rebel and, and, uh, and I that. saw Rebel. I but saw nobody, Rebel for the first wait, time
1: just no, like a month ago, and no, it was awesome. Yeah, but nobody could get close to him. That's no. the one thing that I was told. He sort of lived in a capsule. He was he mm-hmm. came to work, he did his scenes, and then he would go back in his capsule. You couldn't connect with him. And you I know. think that's sort of what Elizabeth Taylor found a little difficult because she was abroad when she's on a set. They were all her ex-husbands or ex-lovers, you know. So she <laughs> she was comfortable. She was comfortable.
2: Okay, so let's switch it to music for a minute. So, who are some of the bands? Uh, I don't want to say that influence you, but like who are like if you were just going to be like driving down the road. I guess on your motorcycle, do you, do you have a motorcycle that plays like loud music? Cause we passed one the other day on the beach and we, I, no, I,
4: <laughs> I have older school motorcycles. Yeah. I have regular Harleys. Yeah. Okay.
2: So if you're in, a, in your car and you're just driving down the road, like what, who would you be listening to? Who are some of the bands that like uh, make an impact and that you like to listen to bands or singers, they don't have to be bands.
4: Well, I like um, Skinner, like Elton John, uh, Zeppelin, uh, Credence, um, I like Creed. I like Pearl Jam. u two, um, Guns N' Roses, Pink Metallica, Flo-
1: Pink Floyd. Do you like Pink, Pink, Pink Floyd?
4: Floyd Pink there Floyd. you go. Oh God! I mean, yeah. I mean, The Wall is probably one of the greatest albums of all time. Um,
1: He's a great friend of ours, you know, the the saxophone player,
2: Scott, Page. Scott I,
1: Page.
4: I'm a
2: publicist, is how I actually support myself, and so I work with a lot of big musicians as as a right. publicist.
1: And Scott Page has such great stories about um, the group and traveling and stuff i told scotty write a book but tell the truth about it (laughs) you know i mean the 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 women the carryings on
4: so you
2: don't really listen to like a lot of like anything that's new now because everybody you you named is basically like like uh 70s 80s and 90s
4: I, i i mean i do but i can't i mean i don't really i don't know i mean uh
2: no I, I you, get it because there aren't that many like, especially like rock music.'t like that many Brooks. play ones.
4: I like Garth Brooks. I mean, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, would you, you consider
1: know? yourself an old soul? Yeah.
4: I thought that. I, back: when I, funny, I, picked I, that I picked that up. I
1: picked that up. You lived You lived before. In your mm-hmm. past life, you were very, very important, and in this life, you shun away from importance. Because that's a, I believe I believe in many lives.
2: Have you ever had a band, or is it always just like you? I mean, I guess if you're on tour, you have to have a backup band, right?
4: Yeah, I had a band with John Dunmore called the, uh Richard Greco and the Dunmore Band. Um, I came up with the name uh, Wasteland Park as the name of, of my new album, and uh, um, but then I think the new album is just going to be Richard Greco, and I'll come up with a name. But
2: uh, what kind of dog do you
4: have? Oh, well, those are next. Um, my friend's next I'm um, not my friend. My next door. I have three Boston Terriers.
2: Oh, how cute. We have three rescues. Yeah, we have
4: three rescues.
1: <laughs> All cute as hell. That's what yeah. Sean Canan has too, though, right? Isn't his a Boston Terrier? Yeah. yeah. No, no. They have a bulldog.
2: Oh, it's a bulldog. Okay. Yeah,
1: Michelle and Sean. You know Sean Kanan Mm-mm. You don't know Sean Kanan? You have to meet oh, yeah. Sean I have to Canan. introduce
2: you. You'll like Sean Kanan. He's, he's, he's like you. He, he's like a, like a superstar cool guy.
1: He's a, he's a super oh, cool.
2: soap opera star. He's a soap opera guy. But he was. did you ever oh, see know, the, know, the Karate know, Kid 3? The Karate know, Kid know, 3. Know,
4: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's got a wonderful show called Studio City, which is-
4: got a, It was up for it, eight it, daytime they, Emmy yeah, Awards, it, but it they, didn't win. They
1: wrote it, and they did it, and it's fabulous. And I'm proud to say I play his father. In the next season. In the next season, yeah. Who raped his mother? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, she was a young girl, and I was a young man. And she came to Hollywood, and I raped her. And Sean came from that rape. So I thought, boy, these soap operas—they they hit you over there would with
2: it. So what yeah. is your, what is like your best, like, like what did you, what have you enjoyed the best? Do you have a, like a, a certain TV show or movie that you had the most fun on? Maybe it not isn't your favorite, but that you had the most fun on doing because people in the chat room are like digging all this
4: stuff. They like love it. They're all.
1: asking a million questions. Richard. <laughs> you better do a Q and A. I think the
4: most fun, like just pure, simple fun was probably If Looks Could Kill because, I mean, it was, I mean, I had sneakers that walked up walls, I had cool cars, I had all these gadgets, I had, I mean, every day was fun, Bill Deere who directed was fun, the cast, Linda Hunt, Roger Reese, Roger Daltrey. Oh,
1: uh, Roger Marvel. Daltrey. Uh,
4: just, just, uh, a lot of fun. I mean, I, um, I, I, yeah, that would be the, the movie. As far as just pure fun, I, I had was would be that one.
1: So um, you worked okay. with Roger Daltrey?
4: Well, I met him. He, I wasn't in the scene with him. I was so excited that he was in our movie um, um, that uh, went up and talked to him, hung out with him a little bit. And uh, he's just a, such a cool guy. I was, I was like, you know.
1: Yeah, me too. Now. I would like to have met him. We're
2: actually doing uh, – uh, we we're, we're, we're putting together a uh, charity-like concert uh, It's in New York at the end of the year if everything is okay. And Roger Daltrey is going to be one of our performers.
1: And then I'll meet yeah. him. I'll finally meet him after all those years. But they have a good lineup. They have Billy uh, – what's his no,
2: name? no, no, no. I can't name them all because oh, I, I don't name. have it all – I we don't have it arranged, arranged yet.
1: We can't name <laughs> – one is like an insect, like an ant or a roach. <laughs> That actually okay, got it. probably gonna have. Oh, we can say the Adam. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna have Adam in. Adam and and uh, I like Adam And Billy, possibly Billy Idol. Billy Idol, he said. Tom it, no? Jones Billy
4: did uh, gave us the song for uh, Booker. Um, Hot in the city.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. So that's gonna be fun. We fly. Want... We fly to New York, and I get to meet all these great music legends. As we well. get
2: to meet them all the time anyway. Because Scott Page from Pink Floyd is one of our uh, one that's, of my clients, and and they do a buddy. thing. At, they do a thing at the. Uh, the Wisdom called oh, Think yeah. Experience, where they got all these famous musicians from different bands Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. Rich. Um, you got it. Tony go. Franklin from like Whitesnake and all these other bands, and uh, 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 Kenny Olson from uh, Twisted Brown Trucker brand. And they do the songs of Pink Floyd in the dome with this like 3D thing on the ceiling. We go to it all the time. It, it is and so, so we- amazing.
1: We- you lay in a chaise lounge and you look up at this dome and the shit that goes on up there. And especially if you're a little buzzed, you know, like you had a lot too much Coca-Cola and you're right. a little buzzed and you're watching all the stuff. Listen, give us contact information. I have all his contact information. (laughs) You know what? If you want to go, we'll we'll get you tickets. When it opens up, we're going to send you free. Yeah, we'll
2: get you tickets. It's a lot of of fun. It's a lot of fun to go to. So, you and
1: your girlfriend are going to go because you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. And I don't really Uh, love too much anymore.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah, but
1: he has a good time. And and then, of course, Scott's there playing on his sax. and, and, And everybody in that orchestra is a big deal. The drama is Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. I who said we it. Love, and then the guitar. all. Kenny Olsen. Kenny Olsen. I mean, it's 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 a wonder- Tony. Oh,
2: Tony Franklin was also with Jimmy Page. Um,
1: it's a right. wonderful. It's a wonderful night out, and also on the grounds, you could go in. There's things to eat. There's things to buy. Then they have all kinds of tents with weird stuff happening. <laughs> it's, it's really weird a, stuff. Well, for me, it's weird. You know, I'm I'm from the olden days, but I mean, I love it.
2: So let's tell everybody again. So you guys, this is Richard Grieco. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Richard underscore Grieco, G-R-I-E-C-O. His website is richardgrieco-official.com. He's got a brand new single, Six Feet Away. He needs YouTube views. Go on YouTube, watch his video, so we can get it to go viral. It's a freaking great song. It's a lot of fun. He'll have a new album coming out later this year called, what was it called?
4: I'm not sure the album is going to be called yet. Yeah.
2: Okay, Wasteland something that, might be a song that otherwise.
4: Was, <laughs> that, that, that was not but, the also, title. On, but also on Instagram. Then go to real Richard Greco on Instagram.
2: It's real Richard Greco on Instagram, you guys. Um Oh, Rock Titan is in the chat room. He has a, sh- a show called Rock Titan TV. He's really cool. Uh, is in the chat room. He says he wants to host them. I'll introduce you on Twitter. <laughs> okay. And so there uh, you go, another uh, uh, And uh, he's got a new movie coming out, Attack of the Unknown, which I think it's coming out in September. I think I saw on Facebook. I think it's at yeah. the end of, Sept- end of September um, with lots of cool people in it along with himself. It's a Mahal Brothers film. And and those are indie films that are definitely like worth buying because they're actually really good. They do a great job with it. Um, what else do I got on here? Did I miss anything else? All right, what else do you want to ask them? We got to like.
1: No, I just three, want four, to zero, four or five in, minutes. I'm looking forward to seeing and peeing with you again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, you know how many women out there wish they could be men and hide in the bathroom and pee just to get a peekaboo. But I, <laughs> I I didn't look. I'm a gentleman. I never look. Because I'm too busy winding mine up. It's on the floor and I have to roll it up. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm busy rolling. You but anyway, like love, Richard, let me tell you something. You're good. You're a good guy. I like oh, you a lot.
2: I know my other my last question. Do you have do you have any like funk Are there any
4: like Booker Funko Pops? Like do you have an action figure? Well, someone made me one. I mean, uh, we're actually working on right now getting a a Booker thing done. Um, Like a, it's kind of um, under the radar right now, or not even on the radar right now. But uh, getting either a Booker movie or a Booker series going. Oh, that's so cool! And you know what? Well,
2: maybe we'll start a Twitter campaign to Funko to start making a Booker Funko Pop because I collect. I have like 150 like action figures. Of just people yeah. who've been on our show i like to get everybody who comes on our show i like to get the action figure from my collection so we'll we'll start tweeting with funko and tell them that they need to make a book yeah. of one and, and that would because that would be fun to have one and then uh, anytime you got anything you want to promote please let us know we'll bring you back because uh we had a good time everybody in the chat room had a good time and and we do that awesome. we'll, the show will probably get five million plays so
1: good <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you at the red carpets please let them come back again you I know, I miss yeah. being out. Don't you miss being out and about?
4: Yeah, we're not beings that that are inclined just to be stuck inside. So we need not to be me, out. Like to not me. Back. I need not- to be out.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm too young to be imprisoned. <laughs> yes,
2: you are. <laughs> I am definitely. So Richard, thank you so much. We so appreciate you it. You have a good guys. one. Thank good you, luck buddy. with everything. Have a good one. All right, everybody.
1: Be good, my friend. Be good.
2: All right, everybody. That was Richard grieco What a cool guy. Everybody's saying what a wonderful interview. Thank you. Um, all really good. And uh
1: and for all of you uh people out there, I didn't peek. When he was peeing next to me, I was too busy telling him to come on our show. I mean, Ron, Ron Russell doesn't have any kind of um, class sometimes. It's I mean, fun. the man is peeing and I'm saying, listen, you got to come on our show. It's a great show. Five million people. And he looked at me like I was a nut because he didn't know who I was. Absolutely. He's but a nice guy. He's a I nice like guy. A it's really
2: fun. And I have to tell you, like, because. um, You know, Ron and I have different ideas of like who we like and everything because we're not from the same generation. And for me, the 21 Jump Street people. Uh, Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, the people from like what are the, what I consider to be like the the best movies of my generation and in the eighties and stuff. Uh, for me, are the biggest ones. That's originally why we started the show in the first place. Is so I could like uh, talk with those kinds of people. So having Richard on today has been a real thrill for
1: me. And Ron
2: just likes him because they peed next to each other.
1: No, 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 <laughs> that, no. Then afterwards
2: we got to talking talk, and he was a great guy.
1: And I you know I just thought he was a regular Joe. I don't like phony, pretentious, narcissistic motherfuckers. I think who they are because they're in the movie. I mean, anybody could be in the movie. It's no big deal. It doesn't take especially intelli- nowadays. It doesn't take intelligence, genius, or proper English. And actually, anybody- if you got money, you can be in any you, movie you, drop you want. It one more time. See this mic? It's gonna go <laughs> right down your throat. Go ahead. Shove it right up your ass or down your throat. Either Won't way, fit either place. will uh, love. <laughs> he'll love it either place. But anyway. Um, I like regular people. That's why I like Jane Russell and I liked all the people that I've known. I don't like when they are and I'm sure you out there, everybody will agree with me. You don't like your uh fan, your actors or, or to be snobby and bitchy. Why? What for? What the how do you think you are? Because you're on celluloid, big not celluloid. I gave my age away. <laughs> I don't even
2: know what that is.
1: That's like a picture. Celluloid was what film was years Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's oh, just like a picture. Celluloid. Oh my God, am I old? Anyway, he's a nice guy. I like him. Bring on
2: the knockers. Oh, she's not coming on for like another couple of minutes. Oh, so. no-
1: knockers is. Hey, listen, Dave. I want to
2: give a shout out though. Stefan Bell's listening, so say hi hey, to Stefan and Tina
1: and give my Tina a big kiss. I love my little Tina. Uh, Dave, are you in the in there?
2: Dave, no, I don't think Dave's there.
1: Oh, what did? Oh, if he misses Sherry Davis. he's going to kill himself.
2: That's okay. Let's do a little commercial, you guys. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. And uh, you can listen to us live on our home station, W4CY Radio, every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And uh, we're also on a bunch of other ones, but those are the biggest ones. And then on television, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. And uh, it's always uh, a lot of fun, and, and all our shows are great. And Richard was a great guest, so we've, we appreciate everybody tuning in every week and listening.
1: That was very well said, James. I'm surprised. Thank you. I always say things very well, well said. Usually you bore me to death on this show, but that was interesting.
2: you got to like say it. Ron Sherry has a fab personality as well. Yes, she does. A what? Fabulous personality. Oh, give me a break. We love Give Sherry. me
1: a break. Oh, Joseph Kelly's in the chat room now. Oh, hey, my, Joseph. My new, my next husband.
2: Joseph, well, you missed us. We had I, we I had talked Richard about Rico. You.
1: I talked about you on the show. My character has no establishment. How the hell are you, <laughs> how did you write that? I open, I'm sleeping, I get up, I say, your grandfather, I, your father, and then what the fuck is that all about? I, I don't even know why I'm in the movie. I make no sense. You got to give me a little bit of who I am. <laughs> so that's my complaint to my gorgeous, handsome director, Joseph Kelly. Who's a great director, who I, who by I the way. Name my next husband. And except a, he's straight.
2: Except well, for he's okay. a great director too. Watch out! No, no, don't, oh, oh, don't oh, do shit. that. You get rid of one of these cords and we're off the air. Oh, good. No.
1: Anyway, Joe. Oh, he's tuning in for Sherry. Of course he's tuning in for Sherry. What do you think tuning in for me? So, you guys, we want to welcome Joseph Kelly to the chat room. He's the Joseph writer. Joseph Kelly is the writer and producer director, of the best film director. ever. Director and star of. Clam Motel. Clown Motel 2.
2: And Clam Motel.
1: And your your host here is in that film. I, pl- I I hold the film together. It's my character that makes the film happen. Um If I wasn't in that, first of all, if I wasn't in that film, Ron Russell, nobody would even go see it. (laughs) Everyone is going to go see it because Ron Russell is in it and he's giving an Academy Award performance with his seven lines. Anyway, Joseph, we're going to talk.
2: It's going to be a great one. It's great. It's a great, 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 great thing.
1: I read the script. I got news for you. It's high camp. It's going to be a very interesting film to watch. I can't wait to see it when it's actually shot up. But from the script, it, usually scripts don't read well. This one does.
2: It's going to be fun, you guys. And just to do some plugs for next week, we have Oh, wait a
1: minute. i got to talk. Lorreen Landon is in Clown. Sherry Davis is in Clown. Who else? Alyssa e-
2: Dowling. Everybody. Everybody, like, everybody we know. Everybody we know is in it. It's going All to be All of phenomenal. our friends
1: are in it, so it's got to be a ball. It's got to be the best movie of next year.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's going to be great. And
1: Angela Joseph worked on it. She's a producer. Her daughter's in it. She's her, in it, too. She's in it. Her son's in it. Her mother's in it. Her grandfather's in it. Her grandmother's <laughs> in it. Her great-great-aunt is in it, and her 17 ex-lovers are in it. <laughs> yeah. Right, Angie, baby? Where's my Angie, baby? Is she in the she's, chat room? Yeah. She's in the chat room, absolutely. Hey, Angie, baby. Kisses to you, my sweet. Mm.
2: You got to like, well, I love the that Angie thing.
1: baby. She's a real McCoy. That's another one that no, no phony shit with her. She's just really great. I love it, her.
2: It really is. And we want to thank everybody who's in the chat room because you guys are great. And we appreciate you guys coming in and supporting us every week.
1: Sherry Davis. Let me tell you something, because I, I really can't say it when she's on the screen. But Sherry Davis is far more beautiful in person than she is on screen. I find. Some people don't photograph as well, like me. I look 80, right? I'm, in person, I look about 28 with dark hair and no, yeah. wrinkles, no wrinkles. But somehow when I get on television, the lights make my hair white and I get wrinkled. But anyway, Sherry Davis is a beautiful girl. Sexy as all hell. She is a registered nurse by trade and is raising an, autos- an aut- autistic child. So to me, she is my heroist. Is there a word heroess? let's make it a word hero is she's a wonderful human being as well as a very talented actress.
2: Absolutely. And
1: I love her to pieces. And when she comes on, you'll see how much we love each other.
2: She's fantastic. She comes on at one 15. What time? Where are you it's one Oh six.
1: Oh, we got to kill time for a long time. Let's talk about Angie baby. Angie baby. Do you have difficulty finding bras when you go shopping? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, do they make them your size is what I'm saying? Or do you have to have your bras custom made? Answer us in chat room.
2: Uh, Everybody else is just saying bravo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got to know Angie Bay. I call it. I nickname everybody. And Angie baby is my Angie baby. She's got 132 different children. She's raised them all single handedly without a man. She adores her children. They're
2: fabulous, too, by the way. I
1: was I've spent great time with her children. The boys are beautiful and wonderful, and the girls are just delightful. She's got a house that you want to go to, and you want to be there with the family. And we were treated like family.
2: Oh, it sounds like Sherry's here.
1: So, where's Sherry? In
2: the studio. So, we're going to like bring her in.
1: Sherry, Sherry, baby. Laugh out loud. That's so funny. Sherry. <laughs> and says she has to find a good oh. custom
2: bra maker. Oh, look. With the-
1: <laughs> now you get off my show. <laughs> Hey Sherry, where say something. Way? Let's make sure Shut we can up. hear you.
0: Where the f- Hey, can you hear me?
1: Yes. Where the f- f- where the fuck did you get that blouse from?
0: It's it's a little romper. It's actually shorts. <laughs>
1: I, I expected you to come with bazooms flying across the screen. And, and I'm you, sorry you,
0: to disappoint.
1: Oh my god, you look so beautiful. Ho- no, like she doesn't. She, she does doesn't too. Thank
0: you. No, I she- took I took a shower just for y'all. See, and I and you
1: still stink.
0: But anyway <laughs> I mean I smell I like Michael Kors, thank you very much. I'm not gonna be Is nice. it really Michael Kors? That's what I have. Well, not my outfit. The, I, I even when I'm at home and I get ready, I like the smell of something good. So a little squirt of Michael Kors and I'm good.
2: That's hilarious. I'm you not, look gorgeous.
1: I'm not going to be nice to you on our show. I'm going to be very mean to you because you hurt me. You didn't come on with anything low. You got a stupid blouse that looks like shit. <laughs> it looks beautiful. You it look does beautiful. Not, does not. Does not. Can he just lower?
2: wants cleavage. She likes cleavage. Well, he can you lower the blouse? No. 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 No.
1: David. David used in Australia's masturbate. No, he's not there. He said, "I can't." Oh yeah, there you go. You Got to do that. <laughs> I look all, how gorgeous. She all is. the guys came in today to see you and them.
2: She's so gorgeous. OK, hold on. We got to make an actual <laughs> introduction. You look I'm already beautiful. Messing up. <laughs> you look like a, a supers model.
1: You look gorgeous. She's Gorgeous. In and out. My sweetie pie.
2: All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, one of the greatest actresses in Hollywood. Yay! And we love her. Hello. Sherry
0: Davis. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Um, you already know Ron, so I don't have to like introduce Ron. But <laughs> knows me. we have a chat room full of people, so first say hi to everybody in the chat room.
0: Hello, everyone.
2: Then you got to make a special hi to uh, Joe Kelly and Angela.
0: Hi, Joe. Hi, Angela. And
2: Don Hinton, who's who was asking me to, like to see Aww. all
0: your
1: stuff. So say hi to Don.
0: Hi, Don. Yeah, we were we were typing and chatting before. So yeah, hi, Don. And, Don and, is fabulous
1: you know, and our weekly pervert who comes in from Australia, Dave. No, he's in the U, from the UK. Say hi to Dave. Oh,
0: Hi, hi. Dave. He
1: and, really
2: only tunes in because he likes all the beautiful women that come on.
1: He said, <laughs> he said to me he's dying to fuck Sadie Katz. I mean, <laughs> he said he, what? He's dying to fuck Sadie Katz. <laughs> he That's says what? it in the chat room when Sadie's here, and we read it to
2: her, and she he, just laughs. He, he, his whole... His One
0: whole, of many.
2: No, yes, he, probably.
1: He, he thinks that she is the sexiest thing in the world. And Dave. Yes. Well, yeah, but honey, you're not exactly dog shit. You know, I mean, give me a break. No way, you're smoking. I so smoking high. I mean, it's I, not you and I you and I at Sue Wong's Oscars, that those pictures we took and you in that gown? Forget, hot. forget it. They went all over hot. the world. All over the world, those bazooms in you. Oh. Went, you look you look so Hollywood. I will be you're sure so,
0: to thank my doctor. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, no, no. But seriously, <laughs> you look like old Hollywood glamour movie star. You were stunning. Thank you. I you actually,
0: that. you and I have talked about this. I love old Hollywood glamour. And being from the South, like, that's how girls in the South do it, you know?
2: I think it's perfect, too. We were just talking about old Hollywood with Richard Grieco, because that's what he likes, too. He likes all yeah. the old Hollywood. Did you, did you
1: ever work with Richard?
0: I have not. Um, I met him a couple of times at um, some premieres. Just very, very briefly introduced myself, Um, and then, you know, he's worked with so many of my friends, but I I have not worked with him yet. Right. But you will.
1: We will. You know, I mean, (laughs) Joe Kelly has hired everybody in the business. He didn't miss one person.
0: I think he's I got think... good taste.
1: Oh my gosh. Rock Titan is talking
2: about like he'll be a fireman. He has to put the he has to put the fire out because you're so hot. Yeah. And he's married. Oh. <laughs> and she's not even looking hot in that Oh, and Dave is in the chat room now. No, Dave, Dave is didn't. in the chat
1: room. Say hi to Dave. No, no, no. You gotta lower the top for Dave. Come on.
2: <laughs> Just a little uh, cleavage. Just a there thing. you go. There you go. That's it. There you go, Dave. No, no, just no, for you. Yeah,
1: Dave, she's going to give her a little cleavage for you. I you think this it, Dave. Dave, Dave, don't come so fast. Dave. <laughs>
2: And then we got to say hi to B Claudia because she's like our, hey. our 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 she's hi. our fabulous woman. So so let's talk real quick um, about a little bit about you because one thing I don't know that people know that you – obviously you're a great actress, but you're also a director because I see you have two things that you're directing coming up and that you were crowdfunding right. for. One of them was called Salvage, and one of them is called Amber Alert. Did I get that right?
0: Um, yes and no. Um, we're, um, <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> Salvage has kind of been. Put away. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that one. Um, what I'm directing next is Drained, which does star Sadie Katz as well. Um, yeah. So, so, so I'm cool. directing Drained, um, and then I have Amber Alert um and then i'm directing a feature with child starting in january and then i have another feature i can't talk about that we're actually shooting in mexico in 2021
2: well amber alert has felissa rose in it so you got felissa one of our favorites in one and you got other. that makes us all happy we're actually going to see sadie after the show yeah we're
1: going
0: oh yay
1: yeah, we're going up to Yucca Valley where she and Miles took a place for the couple, a couple of days. Uh, I love and adore Sadie Katz. Sadie oh, Katz. I do,
0: too. And, and Miles as well. They're good people. Absolutely, absolutely. My,
1: Miles, is, you know, they asked me to be their father at their wedding. Oh. And I said, I can't do that because, Sadie, you have a son. She said, no, 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 I don't want my son. She said, I want you and my gay uncle to walk us down the aisle. And when they get married, so I got teary-eyed. And Miles, oh, yeah. well, Miles lost his dad, and Miles was very close to him. So when Miles they call me Dad, and I get very choked up. And if I had another daughter, I would want it to be Sadie Katz. Yeah, she, she's she's, cra- she's crazy. When we
0: text, I tell her, you know, I'm like, you know, she's one of the truly most genuine people I've ever met.
1: And she's totally insane, and I love it. I love <laughs> every bit of her craziness. The two of us together.
2: I do too People in the chat room are totally like loving you and they're talking about Drain. So, Drain, you, you crowdfunded for Drain. Did you get the, is it still crowdfunding?
0: So, actually, what I did is I, I kind of did, I, I've never done a true um, crowdfunding campaign. I've always um, funded or um, private investors. Yes. So, what I did was I put just two to three posts on Facebook. That's the only place I even put it. And I'm fully funded. Um, just from people who knew me, um, private investors, like I literally knew every single person that um, contributed to it.
2: Oh, there you go. So when are you going to start on that one?
0: Um, I'm hoping later September, mid to late September, um, I've kind of been touching base with Sadie and Kevin, and we're kind of watching all of the COVID things that are going on, um, which is why, unfortunately, I missed um, the show with Richard today, because I was actually online doing a COVID class that I needed to get done. So my apologies.
2: Sorry. That's okay. That's because you're an RN. So, so hold on, right. You have several things going on. So, so along with
1: Ron, you're in Clown Motel too. Wait you- a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Joe just sent the new script, and I love the new script. Mm-hmm. General Milan is really a doctor. And I am uh, examining you in the in the uh, hospital room, oh, yeah, right. and we suspect that you may have a small bump on your breast. So I have to get your breasts now and hold them and feel all around for the tumor. <laughs> yeah. Joe, write that or fuck you. I'm not in your movie.
0: <laughs> I need to read this because I can't read this, but. <laughs> He, he failed to mention that that was in there. But, you know, <laughs> I think you've grabbed my breast before, Ron. So. Yeah, so it's
2: not that big a deal. I mean, but Dave Hughes says he wants that role.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hughes is our every week pervert. And Joseph Kelly says fake news. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Dave knows is married, and I said, "What does your wife think of you? It's a pervert." He loves all of our horror girls when they come on you and Sadie and who else? All of them.
2: Everybody wants to know how you get all those parts, wrong. He makes them up, you guys. <laughs> 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 so wait, are you are you actually because we were on this the, the set of Killer Rose the last day? Are you in Killer Rose?
0: I am in Killer Rose.
2: I didn't know that. You, right. Maybe My, get,
0: I didn't. Maybe we didn't um,
2: know you then. We no, might not have known you now. I
0: I. I've, I
2: play a stripper. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a stretch. That's so funny. No, what a it stretch really is that a, is. It really is a stretch, though, because she's, like, prim and proper. She has nice breasts that she no, shows. she much.
1: looks – she does a stripper. She's going to look like a stripper on <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. She's, she's not going to look like Nurse Jones, that's for sure.
0: Okay, so – hey, 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 So my outfit is, is very uh, – Brief, brief. Yeah, but I'm not topless. And my scene, I'm actually um, fighting with Gabriel Stone. Oh, we love her. She was on the like show. Like cat fight, beating the hell out of one another. You know her. So it, it was, was super,
2: so fun. fun. You interviewed her on Killer Rose. She was on our show. She wrote the book. Her mom is the oh, mom from E.
3: T. E. daughter. I'm, I'm, yeah,
1: I'm play. She plays my wife in what? In uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? The Dave. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, Dave. Dave's movie.
1: Yes. Dave's movie, where I play. Oh. You're, my, you're my daughter, by the way. You and Sadie and somebody else are my daughters, and my wife is. That woman, what's Gabrielle Stone? Gabrielle Stone. I'm glad well, they gave me a sexy one. I thought they were gonna give me like another ugly old lady. I couldn't. My no, let me talk
0: because Gabriel, uh, Gabriel's younger than me.
1: She so. can't be your wife. That's not your well, wife. who was on Rose on the shoot? Who was a young girl whose mother's a famous? Yeah, sofa. that's Gabrielle Stone.
0: That
2: not was Gabrielle. Gabriel Stone. She's not a fabulous, famous famous stoper. She's like a famous, like she's the mom well, in E.T. She's my mother. <laughs> right. I mean, my mother. She plays my wife. Oh, Gabrielle Stone? No, no not Gabrielle Stone. D. Wallace.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Gabrielle's mother, whoever the fuck she is. D. Wallace. No. Song. D. Wallace. She's one I... of the biggest stars <laughs> in the world. She plays my wife. I'm and sorry, I'm playing,
0: D. I'm sorry, Gabriel.
1: I'm, I know that they know who I am. They love me. They think I'm so cute when I'm senile. But anyway, <laughs>
0: um, you
1: know, oh I, my God, I, I'm dying. Like, you know, I love I, I love Eileen Dietz. And if she oh, were going to be my wife, it would have been difficult because I have lines like I crawl up to her and I say, can't wait for tonight. I'm going to give it to you, baby, really good. And, you know, Eileen Dietz just doesn't look the part. But this woman is beautiful and sexy. So when I say my lines, it, they'll, really, they'll be true. There you go. Meanwhile, that's a very interesting. I'm actually,
0: clip. by the way, Ron, I'm not your daughter. Why? I'm the other woman. To a character that I can't say who it is.
1: Right, 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 right. So I don't get to, you know, pull down your panties and spank spank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are such a perv, and people. No, but somebody you're doing maybe.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. I I read the script in full, and I got to I got to tell you, Dave did a hell of a job with it. I don't like most scripts. You know, I get a lot of. I don't. I don't. I'm not a star, but it's a lot of strips. Scripts. I just got a script now. I think they want me to play an outrageous fag in, in it. And I refused. I said, I don't play homosexuals. I don't do that. Because making fun of a gay man is not my idea of theater. Gotcha. Uh, well, well, I have to be, oh, hello, darling. It's uh, like those silly fruits. It's not who I am. <laughs> well, it's not who I am. And I don't like to sell it that way. Gay men, are gay, men. <sighs> gay men are just like any other men. And all the women out there, if you knew how many of you are married to gay men in the closet, you'd be shocked. So, you know, gay is not.
2: Everybody wants to be in a movie with you, Ron, because you get to go. Everybody, here's what people don't understand. Gay guys, because like everybody, we put up all these pictures and like all our straight friends who are single, they'll like ask us questions. Like, how is it that you guys are always like in the rooms hugging like the most gorgeous women on the planet? And we're like, they don't feel threatened by us. We can like do what we want. They all get dressed in front of us. They do everything.
1: Yeah, because, we, <laughs> because we appreciate beauty. them." Not just there. And we're not trying to get anywhere you know, we're, with we're them. Not at, listen, all men, they look at a woman and they wind up looking at Snatch. Okay. That's all they care about. Me. I mean, like, what did I say to you on the set two weeks ago of Clown Fear? Clown no, Motel. Clown Motel. Clown Fear. That, <laughs> piece, that piece of shit. <laughs> clown Motel. I'm, I'm losing my mind with all these fucking clown movies. But anyway, <laughs> I said to Sherry, I said, Sherry what is wrong with me a gay man and i'm so fascinated by breasts and sherry said she doesn't remember
0: i don't remember (laughs) she said
1: said all gay guys are They all all love my breasts so i guess it's a gay guy thing you know breasts i don't know why maybe we wish we had them so we could fill ourselves up i don't know oh it
0: really is true though like Every gay man I know talks about my boobs more than the straight men that I know. So
2: that's because the straight men are there's something jacked up with them. Cause no, the straight, I have to say, like you, um, there's a handful of, of, of people that are kind of like in our group that when you go out places and you see them at premieres and stuff, they all are so elegant and classic. I mean, still very feminine, showing the boobs and everything, but like so elegant and classic. You and Sarah French and Sadie always looks beautiful. You guys always look so – you look like movie stars when you go we out. We are movie and we, stars. But we really appro- – people i mean we being a, an appreciation for the movie industry appreciate the fact that you don't show up to premieres in you know jeans and sneakers and you you know, you look the part and i think it's uh first, something that's lost first, in hollywood the, the
1: first time i met Lorreen landon who i absolutely love and adore i walked up to her and i said i want to thank you and she looked at me she said what for i said for looking like a 1955 movie star i miss that glamour so much and she always wears gowns. And, you know, she's she's, uh, she's not a 20-year-old girl. But whatever she is, she looks wonderful for her age. She and does. She, and she's still glamorous and sexy and beautiful. And I appreciate that because theater and Hollywood is all fake. It's all glamour. You know, yeah, every
0: time I see her, I, I always make it a point to, to tell her hello and compliment her because she she is absolutely stunning. She really is. And she is very glamorous as well. And then to address what what you mentioned about, like um, Sarah French, you know, and again, these are all of our friends, Sarah French and Sadie Katz. And, and they're beautiful women and, and, and they're sexy women and they're sweet women. Um, but. I truly believe, and again, you know, this is partly me being from the South, my, my, how I was raised and that kind of thing. Um, like I didn't go to the grocery store without my, my makeup and hair done and that kind of thing. And, and then for me as a businesswoman, which um, is, is how I'm wired. I'm a business person. So for me, I believe first impressions are lasting first Absolutely. impressions. And so for me, I never know who i may meet you know and 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 if at first they only remember me because i had this long red elegant dress on it it doesn't matter they remembered me for something and if i need to give them a call later or whatever or someone mentions my name i did something enough aesthetically to stand out to them
2: absolutely okay
1: barbara streisand when she auditioned for funny girl dressed in character I know so many actors of my day that would go down big stars. I mean, like uh, even Marilyn Monroe sometimes auditioned for certain parts. Jane Russell told me that Uh, they would go in character because a lot of the casting people don't see well, they're like demented or something's wrong with them. Like they'll pick (laughs) a 500 pound woman to play Marilyn Monroe in a life story, you know? So you got to go there and show them exactly what it is you can do. Right. You, You send out, elegance, sexuality, glamour, and of, of an old Hollywood. People nowadays are starting to romance that. Years ago, they thought, oh, they're all full of shit in Hollywood. There was a bunch of fake tits and asses, and they're all plastic. <laughs> you know, they were nasty. Now, all the audiences are fake tits and asses and plastic, so now they can't say that about the actresses anymore. So now we're going back to people saying, yes, we want glamour. Women mm-hmm. are wearing lashes now. I mean, McDonald's, you go in there, the chick's got four-foot lashes on.
0: Everyone has lashes on, pretty much, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: so it's going back to glamour and sex appeal and style, of well, which I'm happy. And you're the queen of it, you and, and oh, all my friends. thank you. Oh, huh? no, seriously. You also One want to thing: <laughs> <one>, What she <laughs> did at the Oscars, Oscar party that night. I mean, everybody was like freaking out from you. I mean, everybody <laughs>
2: Absolutely. You guys well, she he's talking about the Sue Wong Oscar gala. Right. And uh, Sherry was one of the celebrity attendants. And she was so glamorous next, it wasn't even funny. Next
1: Oscar party that Wong throws, you could be my guest. My, <laughs>
0: okay, my guest. I'll be sure to have the girls out. Well, if you. I'm
1: not if I'm not taking Lainey Kazan as my date, I'm gonna take you as my
0: date. Oh. I'm not first on the roster. That's okay.
1: Well, Lainey, <laughs> L- Lainey's my age, and I know her for 40 years, so I, I feel <laughs> obligated. Do you know who Lainey doesn't Kazan matter, is? doesn't matter because you're going to go either who way because I'm going to get I'll you be with, I'll
0: be with your husband. There you go. Well, wait, do you know who Lainey
1: Kazan is? Yes. Oh, good.
2: She knows, everybody, she knows who everybody well, is. Well, a lot
0: of
1: people don't know who Lainey I have to say the star of the Greek, my Greek wedding. So yep. hold on, let's
2: do some bragging. So first of all, you guys, Sherry, uh, has got all kinds of, sh- you're in more movies. I went on your IMDb, like mm-hmm. you make more movies than like fucking anybody. Like you make like 10 movies in like a year. Uh, <laughs> um, you're in a lot of Dustin Ferguson films, which congratulations, right. he's been a guest on the show and, and he makes a lot of movies. And so like, you got a whole bunch of those Los Angeles shark attack. We knew everybody in that one, um, Right. Axe to pieces, angry Asian murder hornets, um, I think you're in James Balsamo's Catch of the Day 2, You Die at Dawn. You're working on Down the K-Hole with Sadie and Miles. Um, uh, Something called Violence on Demand, which I don't know that one, but I just picked it out because it has Alyssa Dowling and Sarah French, and since they're both friends of ours. And you've got appetite for sin you just did the step daddy which is a thomas churchill film you're in big freaking rat and so is ron so that's going to be a fun one
0: what what are you in big fucking rat rat. um uh very very briefly in it like a scene or two i'm in the the campgrounds campgrounds, campgrounds,
1: campground scene those
0: scenes okay
1: Okay. you gotta like love it
0: actually with julianne as well we are scenes together
2: and you have something called Axe Grinder, too. And I wrote down that you were in Bloodcraft. Were you in Bloodcraft?
0: I did. Um, again, I mean, that was one of those things. Um, James kind of was like, hey, can you help us out? I, I did. I wasn't like in a role role. I just kind of came on in, in a really big church scene on that. Um, matter of fact, I need to watch that.
2: I want to watch it, too, because Bloodcraft, mm-hmm. First of all, you guys, it's directed by James Cullen Bressack, who I met him because uh, Sean Kanan, the actor, has a book called... Success Factor X, and he picked 50 famous people to write what their idea of success was. And then Mm -hmm. he asked me to write the forward to it. So when we did a book signing at Barnes & Noble, I got to meet all the people that wrote in it. And uh, James was there. So we've met him a ton of times since then. I mean, he's the director. But Augie Duke is in it. Michael Welch, who's been on our show. Love Augie. Dave Sheridan, Dominique Swain. I mean, it's got some really
1: big people. Dave
0: is amazing in this.
1: Augie's a great actor. Actor.
0: now, I wasn't look, upset now, with Augie at the same time, but I was when Dave was. I was literally chills, like blown no, she's, away, she's and a I thought And well, what? Oh
2: yeah, she's he's a, a pro. He's just a, talking about Dave Sheridan. Oh,
1: I'm talking about Augie. You Do you know it. Dave Sheridan? Oh, I love Augie. I Augie's Dave. Augie, Augie's amazing I, too. That, that, that crappy film that all of us hate, and we were in called Clown Fear. That piece of junk. Augie gave a very good performance. She was in my scenes, you know, as the minister. And, right, uh,
0: Augie's Auggie, great in everything she does. And just like Sadie, she's super sweet, super yeah. genuine. I love mean, her, she's love one of my favorite her. people.
1: And her boyfriend is a doll, too. Now, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to upset the hell out of you right now because I have to know, are you and Joe Kelly an item? <laughs> I can't believe
2: you just asked that in front of five million people. <laughs>
1: because I'll tell you something. The, the way you two work together, it was like husband and wife. And Joe, when he looks at you, he just gets those big... <laughs> cow eyes and he like lights up so i don't know if you know it but i think joe may be in love with you (laughs) (laughs) i want to report it i want to report it if it's true Oh,
0: oh my goodness um joe and i are we've become really really good friends um and i um i think he's very very smart and i respect the fact that he's he's the age he is and he's doing so much i mean um, like That's we were talking, I've it. told it over and over. I've never seen anyone talk numbers and percentages and like I, the business I side.
1: Hear, I don't want to hear this. You're getting I, a, I, no. You're right no, about all that. She's avoiding the question. She's a, she's a smart She ass said they're way. very good friends. I'm going to smack this bitch all over. I answered the, the question. No, you did not. I, I did to too. You. Is there a romance going on off the set? Just tell him no and then don't worry. No, I don't want to hear no. Don't fuck you, Jimmy. You know, let me let her answer. He's so cute. He's my next husband. You know that. I
0: never, ever, ever in any show talk about my personal life.
1: Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know, I love weddings and I love people in love. I I believe, uh, like you. Well, I can't go into that because that was something we talked about. We don't want to discuss it ever again. But um, love is something that you cannot live without. Su Wong and I agree on so much. I adore Su Wong. She's my new dearest and best friend. Her philosophies, her stuff is incredible. Uh, One is definitely a lonely number, and one is a number that is seeking and searching so I would love it if you and Joe were madly in love and got married. I would be very happy. No, or you would, anybody. I don't really think that. You know, I've been married all my life. I married Saudi George when I was 19 years old, and he and I were together for 46 years. Then I married my wife, a woman, for 16 years. And then I married this next to me for nine years. I'm a marrying kind. I'm not a a, 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 a
2: I want to go back to what you said, though, because Joe Kelly is definitely—he's texting We're, her right now. That's why she's no, looking. No, I'm phone.
0: actually. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my roommate's daughter. Okay, she just left. I was texting her to be quiet.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, though, I think that what you said about Joe Kelly is true. For a young guy, he's got the business part of the film industry. And he's really yeah, he's down really He's very, cute. very smart. I and was very cute. impressed with how he directed us with like a no staff, and he had to do everything the other day when mm-hmm. we did my little thing in Clown Motel too. He's going to be, you know, 10 years from now, everybody's going to be talking about him like they talk about everybody else, because he is going to be and a director. And it's going to be very hard. Director.
1: He's in my scene, you know. He and I have a scene together. And it's going to be hard for me, because we're in bed together, sleeping, and somebody knocks at the door with a Jeep. And I turn to him and I say, Do you think they know we're gay? And he <laughs> says, And Joe says, No, I really don't give a shit. Come here, baby. I need to kiss you. And then he starts kissing me, feeling me up. You know, it's a good scene, right? Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, Joseph. I love Joe. He's a handsome fella. I really like to see you two together. It's a nice couple.
2: So what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite film that you've been in or one that you had the most fun on? I asked Sister Richard rico too. One that was the most fun to film.
0: That is such a difficult question. I mean, because you know, they're all so different. No two sets are alike. I mean, you guys know this. Um I loved my role in Lake of Shadows. I did three years ago that is now about to come out. And I just watched it a few nights ago because I got to do comedy. Oh, there
3: you go. That's fun. And I got
0: to be really Southern and really over the top, which was a lot of fun to do. And then my scene was with Robert Lozardo, who I was a huge fan of from the days of Nip Tuck. Yeah and then to later get to know him and he's just he's such an incredible person and i'm thinking oh my god i just did a scene with someone that i was like fangirling you know
2: first of all though he is a great actor he is a great i've never actually i've never met him so what? so he was cool right and he was cool
0: incredibly sweet you know and he and he stays in touch with everyone he works with you know our ep Tino, I mean, you know, they just call each other up. I mean, he's just such a normal, nice, sweet guy. Um, And and um, it was like 119 degrees in Fresno, and it was miserable. And and it was the cleavage shot, which Ron would love. Oh,
1: Um, what makes you think that?
0: (laughs) Well, literally, when I come on camera, it's it's literally. On my cleavage, that's my <laughs> opening. It's just this, and I go.
2: What's the name of no. no. it? In oh. on
0: these things. <laughs> J- J- Dave Wait, what's the name of the movie? Lake of Shadows. Lake of
2: Shadows Dave Hughes. J- when it comes out. Your J- 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 Yeah,
0: with the director. J- J- yeah. Um, so I love that. I actually love my role in Killer Rose with Gabby. Yes. Because again, we were fighting. You know, we were in stripper clothes, and I'm like jumping off of a ledge onto her. We're rolling around on the ground, and then car comes. I, well, I can't tell you the end.
1: No, don't tell you that. It anyway,
0: it's, it's a badass scene. It's a, it's a lesbian,
1: great. Shot, lesbian shot, Dave. You like that. Two chicks yeah, that's rolling. killer. road
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two chicks well, rolling I've done that
1: around.
2: too. He, pre- he says he's ordering his copies. <laughs> the I, I,
0: I played a lesbian vampire in a movie as well, so I've done that well, too. What, is lesbian, that? what movie les- is that? Lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> uh, it's called The Last Revenants.
2: Is that one out? Can we see it?
0: Uh, I, I'm not sure where it is. It might be on VOD. Okay. Um, Alyssa okay. Dowling was in it as well. Give Dave, give
1: Dave the title again.
0: The Last Revenants.
1: Okay, and then you have
0: Killer Rose. You
1: mm-hmm. got enough film there. To, your wife will divorce you for sure. That's right.
0: Yeah, and then um, the my my two short films that really I feel like are even more popular than some of my features are um, Snake with a Human Tail, which actually is the the film that kind of put me on the map with horror. Okay, um, well, what is it the, called? Snake um, with a big Tail what?
2: Snake with a Human Tail.
0: Right.
1: What is a human tail? A penis
0: just the title, Ron. <laughs> don't overthink it. Don't overthink it, baby cakes.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't be long enough if it was a tail anyway.
0: There's <laughs> only
1: a snake. Snakes bang, snakes, they don't care.
0: Okay, well, I play a transgender prostitute in that one. Oh, wow. cool. That's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and the reason that we got so much attention was because we didn't know about the movie Spotlight. Which was up for a lot of awards, and I think yeah. won some awards. So we shot that, and and we're so getting publicity at the same time as Spotlight. And and the whole concept of it was my character, you know, was a little boy originally, and was being molested by the Catholic priest. Oh, so it's, wow. it's, it's it's really disturbing, and it follows her life and how she became so messed up. She's really messed up in drugs, and and what ends up happening is. You know, again, she's a transgender prostitute. She's a drug addict. And she um, becomes involved with the priest that was molesting her as a child. And she knows who he is, but he doesn't know who she is.
1: Oh, wow. So it's it's
0: it's great. It's a a revenge movie,
1: it's a religious movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that too.
2: You gotta like love it. No, you have a lot of great ta- uh, a lot of great titles, and mm-hmm. and I think uh, I can't wait to, for for some of them to come out, um, that are gonna come out, and I think mm-hmm. that you know I think it's cool that you're directing everything. So let's ask you like my hypothetical that I like. Wait, that. I want
1: to answer a question. Okay. Before okay. we go there, are you gonna be working with Joe the day we shoot up in Big Bear? Yes. Oh, good. Then I'll see you then. Mm-hmm. Wear something low cut to inspire me to work. <laughs> Don't wear that fucking blouse. I rip it off. I love that blouse. I, I think blouse.
2: it's gorgeous. I hate
1: it's
3: that. Blouse. A romper.
1: I romper. Hate it. It's not a blouse. See, it's a
2: romper. It. It's got short.
4: One.
1: Yeah, but it, 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 well, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it looks gorgeous.
0: Thank you, anyway, Jimmy. Let's 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 ask later.
2: That's right. Let's go to a hypothetical. <laughs> so you you're like an actress and you could work with any other male and female actress on the planet, living or dead. Who would you like to work with? And then the next question is if you could have been any character in any movie ever made, what movie would you have liked to have been in and what character would you like to be?
0: Oh, that one I know.
2: Okay, go with that one first.
0: Uh Charlize Theron and Monster.
2: Oh, there you go. Great. I one. mean
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, and that's why we did snake with a human tail because I told the writer director, he goes, Hey, I want to work with you and I haven't directed. What do you want to do? I said, I want to do something crazy off the wall, something that no one would expect me to do that show that pushes me. Um, and, um, we came up with snake with a human tail, but I said, I want something where I'm unrecognizable. I don't want to be that brunette Southern, all my makeup done, all pretty, pretty. I don't want to be that person or or who people are used to me being. Um, I want to do something where they look at me and go, Oh my god, that's Sherry Davis. You know, like Well, they did
1: that already with you and I when we did the shower scene together naked. Remember all your makeup washed off? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hughes just dropped dead.
0: Dave I must inside. have been really shit faced when that happened. <laughs> I was blackout drunk, okay? <laughs> I'm
1: Dave Hughes, his dick blew off in explosion from that. Dave was going crazy. So he wants to be in all your movies. So, okay. No, so. really. I'm not kidding. This guy's on the level.
2: Okay. Charlize Theron and Monsters. First of all, nobody's ever said that. That's a good one. So let's go yeah. back now. We love Charlize. I love, she's my favorite actress. I love
0: Charlotte. I think she's amazing. Like, just oh, absolutely actress. incredible.
1: Natural actress, gorgeous one. Grace Kelly, another beauty.
2: Okay, so who who would you like to work with that you haven't had a chance to work with? If you could pick anybody and they could be living or dead, who would you really like to work with? I need a male and a female.
0: I, I God, they're just – I'm so blank on this one right now. I mean, I just well, – you, you know, kind of- I, I, I kind of go into – my brain goes into genres, and, and I'm really kind of liking a lot of comedy, comedic actresses. Like, I love Jennifer Garner.
2: Yes, me I too. Mean,
0: which is very different. Um, I think she's great, and I think she. I, and honestly, J Lo. I, I I like J Lo too. You
1: know, I, like, I, I love J Lo. I like yeah. her, well, but I heard she's such a bitch. Really? I mean, no, really. We I heard that too. We had friends, really? of very close friends of ours that were dancers that worked with her, and she told them they were told, "Do not look her in the eye. Do not talk to her."
0: Who the fuck Damn. is she?
3: Yeah, a Puerto you're not Rican, to look Puerto
1: Rican her. from New York. When did she become queen shit? Yeah, we yeah I have, mean, yeah. honestly,
0: like I, I, literally just went completely blank when you asked me that, and then I can, you know, I can go in as far as the actors. You know, I think of people like uh, Kevin Costner, uh, yes. Tom yes. Hanks. Kevin Costner no. would be a
2: great one. Kevin Costner. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I'm a, like Yellowstone is one of my favorite television series. Oh,
2: um, I've never watched it, but I want to watch it because I love uh, Kevin.
1: I'm only dying to do a shower scene naked with Kevin Costner.
2: Yeah, me too. I like I do that one. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Divorce tomorrow. Yeah, right. Oh, so he can do it, but I can't. No, Kevin Costner's hot. Like, and
0: I, then you it. go into those, you know, like those celebrity crushes, like Brad Pitt. You know, yeah. who I think is uh, also, you know, an amazing actor. You know, someone like that. And then I was all about Vampire Diaries. You know, and and Ian Summerholder, who I've met a couple of times. I, I really, you know, dug him. Still do, um, but. Sure
2: you were young, who, who was your like, who were she your is like, cru- Young. What do no, but you I mean, when we're you were young. like in high school and junior high school and high school, who were your like crushes back in the day?
0: Oh but- God. I had, I mean, first of all, Deuce of Hazard was my thing because oh. I, I, you know, wanted to be Daisy Duke. Um,
2: uh, John Schneider on our show, he was fabulous. He was, so, such a- yeah.
0: Um, and you know, his wife's on my, on my social media as well. I followed them. Um, and I've, I've seen them at things. They came to Texas and, and did autograph, you know, signings and stuff. So yeah, I, I definitely, I loved John Schneider. Um, but I had a full size poster of Patrick Swayze on my bedroom door. Oh, that's a good one, too. Good old Patrick. And
1: what about the letter you sent me at Universal when I was over with Charlie's Angels? You sent me a letter saying you were dying to meet me, that you thought I was the sexiest, handsomest <laughs> man in the world. And could we have dinner together at your place? Bring wine.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. you know who I had growing up. It figures, too. Like, I had Christy McNichol everywhere. Oh, and I
0: loved her back like, in the day. I yeah.
2: Like a dyke. So all the people that I, like, had a crushes on were dykes, and I ended up being a homo.
0: <laughs> well, that, that. well, like Nancy McCann, too, you know? Yeah. I, I really liked her, too. Um, there were so many good, you know, 80s, 80s actors and um, actresses. Yeah. Actually, I'm trying to think who all. Ralph Wait. Macchio. Oh, we met him, too. Yeah. We had a
2: premiere in New York. And ha- yeah, I
0: was really into the Karate Kid movies, so Me too. I he was okay. Yeah.
1: Ralph started off a little cold and snobby. And oh. Then I- oh yeah. And then when I got into his personality and started doing my shtick, he warmed up and he laughed and he became very friendly. Uh yeah. he- he's
0: think- he-
1: he's a stiff Republican.
0: Ah, uh, I think one of my all-time favorite crushes is uh the late and great Paul Walker, though.
1: Uh, see, I did good, the costume okay. design
2: on too fast, too furious. So I yeah. like, I, yeah. and, was very and cool. I
0: was good friends with Ron Lester. So, um, oh, yeah. when what when do you-, Paul passed, you know, we were with Ron quite a bit after that. And then Ron passed, of course, you know, yeah. a couple of years later. Um, and, and that was difficult as well, but, um, you know, there are just so many, and then you think of old Hollywood, which I love as well. And, and, and just the list can go on and on. There's so many.
1: What do you think of Jason? State them. He likes Jason Stateman. Oh, I think Jason Stateman is the handsomest <clears throat> man, the sexiest man in the world.
0: Not much hype.
2: No. See, Ooh. not doesn't do anything for me either. Doesn't
0: that's, doesn't his for me. that's his past. If Jason my... Statham Sorry.
2: comes up and sure. says they want to have sex with him, he can go. That's <laughs> his past.
1: Yep. That's right. Jason, I think, is just the sexiest guy in a sloppy, dirty-looking way. That's what makes him sexy. If he was ever like washed up in you know, in his suit and looking good, he wouldn't be sexy, but he looks like a um, h- hot trick.
2: But the Fast and Furious is one of my favorite franchises. Yes. Um, and the fact that I got to work on one of them is, is a very cool. That's
0: super cool. Yeah. That's super, super cool.
2: Yeah. It was fun. Uh, as soon
1: as we, you know, LA locked down again, we're back in jail, but as soon as we <laughs> breathe again, I'm going to have a get together. And of course you're coming. You'll drive of up course. a mile, come up with Sadie and Miles.
0: Of course, or Joe,
2: or Joe Kelly. La, da, da. Well,
0: <laughs> she's, she's not
1: going to do that. Now they're going to avoid each other. Now, See, this gonna...
0: is why I never talk about my personal life right here. <laughs> because of all the damn rumors.
2: That's listen, okay. It's at listen, least it's a good rumor. And we didn't say that you were like going with somebody uh, no. that was ugly.
1: I mean, d- d- dating Joe Kelly Scott to but be.
0: But you nice. know I am a cougar.
2: Yes, I know you're a cougar. So Joe's old? Oh, he's, no, Joe's young. How old is that guy? He's 27, I think, isn't he? Oh, he's 26. He's, he's older age? or younger? I don't know. He's my age. No, he's not. Hey, Twenty- hey, Joe, how old are you? Angela, tell us how old Joe is. Twenty- <laughs> <laughs> Just don't
0: tell how old I am, okay? okay? how
2: old you are. Nobody knows how old you are.
1: I know how old she is. Ron knows. She's a year younger than I am. I'm, eight, I'm 80. She's 70. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I know everything about wow. you. Wow. Listen, honey, I know everything about you. I never scared. You know.
0: No, Ron knows my age. We yes, talk I'm about right. everything. It's not on your IMDb? Except my private life. No, and it needs to stay off my IMDb. Uh, I'm, not putting,
2: I'm not putting it on your IMDb. <laughs> Joe's 31. So cute. <laughs> That's what Angela... Oh, Joe says 31. Okay, I thought that came from Angela. Okay, Joe You know
1: what? He's really a a, a good per. I like Joe a lot because he's kind and he's sweet and he's gentle and he's very mysterious because he looks at you with nothing in his eyes. It's blank. (laughs) And, you you, know, I don't mean that sarcastically. I meant that affectionately. (laughs) And you don't know exactly what's going on in that brain. Don't you find that to be? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, expressive, like when I'm angry, my eyes are fireballs. You can tell all of my moods by my eyes. They work.
0: Uh, I'm pretty good at reading people, though. You know, I mean, I've got a background in psychology. Joe, oh, there
2: you go. That's good.
1: Joe has a wonderful, tranquil look in his eyes. He never gets flustered or whatever. I mean, look at the day at the shoot when they were doing the the whole thing. He just is so cool. That's what I like about him. He's yeah, not he's as really terrible,
0: laid back. He's really chill. He's very kind.
1: Not like other directors. And he didn't get mad when we fucked up.
0: Oh, <laughs> you, 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 really didn't, you really
1: didn't fuck up. Uh, every, <laughs> Everybody goofs on a line. Come on. Oh, he wrote me a line. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. It's like Peter Packer picked a pack of pickled peppers. (laughs) I have so many P's, one word after another. Not loud. <laughs>
2: So hang on, you guys, because we've only got three minutes. Let's get a couple of <laughs> things out.
1: So, you guys, this is Sherry Davis.
2: First of all, you can follow her on Twitter, and she's at the Sherry Davis. But Sherry is S-H-E-R-I Davis, D-A-V-I-S. If you follow her on Instagram, she puts beautiful pictures of herself up there. She's fabulous. It's at Sherry.Davis. It's S-H-E-R-I.Davis. She's Sherry Davis on Facebook. Um, go to her IMDb, you can see all the cool stuff that she's in. Um she's got lots of stuff that's gonna be coming out and she's shooting all kinds of things because she's very, very popular
1: and, and she's gorgeous. Her, oh. name, her name is Sher- her name is Sherry Davis, no relationship to Betty Davis. Oh, I wish she was my buddy. You know, I knew Betty in her last years of life, and I had the best fun with her because she was a broad, drank, smoked, mm-hmm. cursed. She was regular Joe. Nothing phony about her. She hated. I think
0: her. we talked about her the first night we met, Ron. Well, I'm sure,
1: but my audience maybe. You, are you telling me it's boring? I'm going to come in this. No,
0: sm- I'm just saying because, <laughs> I'm going to smack because we got into a deep conversation about old Hollywood because you you said that to me. You remind me old was, Hollywood.
1: She was absolutely
0: <laughs> not saying that.
1: Like everybody, like you girls, you know, she was regular. She wasn't a, a phony snob. You know, there's somebody in your in our business that I don't like. I'm not going to mention her, but she's you know who she is. She, <laughs> She thinks th- she thinks who the fuck she is, and she's a troublemaker. Says terrible things about some people. Uh, I don't care for that. I don't think we have room in our business for people like that.
2: Absolutely, everybody needs
1: to. I mean, we're treat people the way we, you we, want we ha- to be we treated. We have become a family now, and I include myself as grandpa. But all of, I mean, I'm working with everybody that we talk about. We're all like one big, like Warner Brothers had a stable of actors, and and. 20th Century Fox had their stable of actors. Well, I think we have formed our own stable of actors because we all work, you know, together in lots of things. And I think everybody gets along great. And you are one of the nicest and the sweetest ones. You are one of my pets. I must. Admit.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, you
1: know, that.
0: I don't like. I that. love you guys. You know that. I tell you that all the time.
2: Everybody loves the show. They they say it's great seeing you on here and that you're gorgeous. And the guys who didn't know who you were definitely know who you are now. And we're what gonna
1: mean, get tons of plays. Guys didn't know who she was. Who, well, some people don't know. Why didn't know who she was. Blind gay guys. Well, not every
2: <laughs> not everybody is like paying attention and knows what's going on. But we're out of time anyway, so we've got to go. So. Sure. Sherry, we want to thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Wish you all the best in everything you yeah. do. Always, we love you to death and have a great night.
0: Thank you. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye.
2: See,
1: see you Bye. At, see you at Big Bear. In, yes.
0: Of- all right. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks
2: so much for tuning in. We had a great show. We want to thank Richard Grieco and Sherry Davis for coming on the show. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Thanks, chat room. That was a fun
1: show can Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The
2: Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell.
1: Interviewing Ron, the Ron hottest, news. and you with up to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Starr, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous
3: dude. Share room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on